You're listening to Omega Man Radio. T minus 10, 9, 8, and the clock is operating. We're underway. The show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. enjoyed that last show. If you didn't get to catch it, we had Benjamin Brooke on. We were searching the scriptures. And uh, we do that uh, every Saturday night uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's going to be up in the MP3 here in about 10 minutes. Well, I want to welcome you to uh, a new series that we're going to do every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 5 p.m. Pacific Coast for you out in L.A. We're going to have uh, Pastor Charles Costello with the Ministry of Salvation on as my special guest, and you know, I was thinking of a uh, a title for this series, and I said, I think I'll call this Real Deliverance, because that's what happens when I get Charlie on the line, him and I start taking these calls, uh, you see some pretty cool things happen, we give the Lord the praise out and the glory, because it's he, him that does it, but um, we're going to uh, go into some territory that many don't want to tread, we're going to go head-to-head, interrogate these foul spirits, just like Jesus did it. That's what he's called us to do. We take captive this enemy. They are our prisoner of war. And we're going to torture the enemy and find out information necessary to get them out of the people of God and to gain information about their command and control structure. Because Satan is a very organized uh, spirit. You know, he's been around for thousands of years, Knows what he's doing out there. A lot smarter than you and I, him and his demons. But, you know, he's not a match for the power of Jesus Christ. The manifest in believers who are willing to pick up the sword and, and go after him. You know, we don't have to fear the devil. All we need to do is fear God. That's the beginning of wisdom, as Solomon said. But what you're going to see here that you're probably not going to see in many places is we're not afraid to interrogate these foul spirits, to question them, to torture them to get them out in the name of Jesus Christ. You've got some that say, well, you know, I don't allow the demon to speak. Well, folks, you know, what we're doing here is a radio program. And uh, the reason, 
you should interrogate these demons is because they have information many times that you need to get out of them to break the stronghold that they have on someone's life. Okay? Many times they're in because of legal grounds, because of sins of the fathers. And if they have a legal right to be in there, they're going to stay in there until you break that legal ground. And so if you gag the demon's mouth, how are you going to get him to give up the information? Also, you know, it's like mapping territory. We want to find out, you know, who his boss is. Who else is in the family? It's like when we were interrogating a demon one time called bitterness. We found out that uh, if you find bitterness, you're probably going to find some others in there, like wormwood, like gall, like gall, like marah. I was fighting some demons one time, and we came against this whole family called flesh eaters. There was at least 14 of them in there. And uh, the point is, is uh, you know, this is the kind of information you get by interrogating these foul spirits. And sometimes demons will say the funniest things. <laughs> like I heard Bob Larson talk about one time. He thought he was going to write a book on that. But you know what? Uh, we're really blessed to have uh, Charles Costello here. He's old school. The way Wynne Worley did it. Um, one of the true men of God, pioneers in deliverance. And I appreciate the fact that uh, there's an opportunity to work with men of God, like Pastor Charlie and the other men of God over at uh, Hagawish that we bring on every week to get in there and fight the enemy. You know, this is not without its cost. There's incredible backlash coming. I talked to um, a brother just pre-show tonight before Benjamin Brook, and he was talking about the attacks of the enemy that are coming. Well, you know, that's a music to my ears because that means we must be uh, doing something that's upsetting the enemy out there. And so, again, um, we're going to open up the, uh, the program. The lines will be open. If you need prayer tonight, you can call in at any time. And in between taking calls, uh, we're going to be talking on different spiritual warfare topics. Brother Charlie will be bringing a word. And uh, we're here to take your calls tonight. If you want deliverance, you can be set free by the power of Jesus Christ. He's the deliverer. Uh, he's the one that sets men free. We're just workers. But he's looking for workers out there okay, that are not afraid to, to go into enemy territory and help pluck people out of the fire. Well, let me get Charlie on the phone here. Stand by. Charlie, how are you tonight, brother? Pretty good, brother. How are you? I'm praising the Lord. Um, why don't I have you open up the program in prayer tonight? Okay. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that your will will be done here tonight, and that the Lord Jesus Christ would receive all the honor, the glory, and power. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit guide us and teach us. Let your word not return void. And as we come together as a family of believers in Christ tonight, those that are listening, we bind the prince of the air over the broadcast. We ask you to send forth angels to bring in the harvest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, Charlie, uh, one thing you have in common with my good friend Benjamin Brook, uh, who, who was on in the last hour, is you all both love to talk about fasting. But not only Amen. do you talk about it, you actually do it. And uh, I, uh, I, w I talked for an hour with Benjamin, who just came off of a 10-day fast, and uh, he was talking about all the wonderful benefits of fasting and the increased anointing. And um, you have found out that uh, a key to the deliverance ministry to seeing a real anointing of God flowing and seeing the captive set free is, is fasting. Is that right? Yes, yes, brother, and yes, audience. In fact, I think it's pretty, pretty godly and pretty coincidental that 
uh, Baruch was talking about this earlier on the show because, you know, I didn't know what I was going to preach about because we always bring forth the Word of God and then God confirms His Word with signs following. And the message that we're going to go on tonight and the topic we're going to talk about with all our brothers and sisters is walking like Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the whole theme that the Lord gave me for my first message on Omega Man Radio was the power of God, prayer, and fasting. So, you know, I didn't even know what Baruch was talking about there, which is because I wasn't on the station today. Well, that's uh, that, that's the way the Lord confirms things. Amen. Let every word be established in two, the mouth of two or three witnesses. And uh, before you bring the word tonight, um, share with people a little bit about your ministry and um, how they can get in contact with you. Okay, first of all, the Lord brought me into deliverance in 1986, and I was very strong in reading the Word of God and putting the Word of God into practice in my own life. And I was involved with uh, quite a few different churches when I was younger, and then I got involved with the businessman Full Gospel, and I became a speaker, and ironically... I knew nothing about deliverance until God put me in it. And when I say he put me in it, we had a family call up for help in Jersey City, New Jersey. And they were quite taken back because they had a 13-year-old boy that was possessed by an evil spirit. And they had went to the Roman Catholic Church in the Archdiocese of Newark. And unfortunately, nobody was there to help them. They didn't want to believe the mother, the father, and so they got my ministry card, uh, ironically, at a Christian bookstore that was being run in the Hudson Mall by Catholic nuns. And I had a, uh, I got a phone call. I was down in Florida, and I came back home, and it was something on my answering machine, and it was people crying out for help. And so I called them, and the next thing that happened, I said, well, don't worry. You know, my faith in God is very strong, and if anything happens, I will be there for you. Well, what I didn't realize, that God was going to wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And that's when I got the first phone call, and the mother was pleading and crying and I got their address, I drove to their apartment building, I got out of my car, I took another brother in the Lord with me, because at the time I had a homeless shelter in Jersey City, New Jersey, and we were working with street people and taking in the poor. And uh, we got there to find this woman and her daughter out in the middle of the street in their nightgowns. And this demon was growling and snarling and just scared the dickens out of this family. But it was very ironic for myself because I went in there and basically he looked normal, the child. And before I even prayed with this young man, I got my Bible out and I started preaching the Word of God. Because that's what my life was all about. Preaching the Word, going to the street, telling people about my Savior. And, and what happened then at that point, after preaching the Word of God to the mother and the daughter and the grandmother, I asked them if they wanted to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they held hands with me. 
and the boy. I led him to the Lord in a simple prayer. And then, not, not knowing what I was doing, I anointed the boy with some oil. And the boy went down like a dead person. Wow. Similar, <laughs> similar to what the Bible talked about. When, when Jesus was casting the demon out of the little boy, he laid there like he was dead. And I never seen anything like that in my life, and it wasn't that I had learned anything about deliverance from anybody. God was putting me right in the real thing. I was experiencing his love, his grace, his power, but I still didn't know what I was doing. I'm being honest with all of you out there. I knew nothing about deliverance. And the most extraordinary thing happened to me over the next few days that through experience I learned a lot about deliverance, that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that weekend changed my whole life. And God showed me where he was taking me in my spiritual walk. And I'm going to be honest, I was afraid the first time the demon the next day, it all happened again, and uh, the father was home the next night. And I went back, I led the father to the Lord, and I tried to explain to him what happened there at his home the night before. They thought I was crazy. Long story, short story, I did the same thing. I asked his son to come over to me. I anointed him with oil, but this time when he went down, a very foul, ugly thing started cursing at me and telling me what was I doing back there. Wow. <laughs> and hair on my arms stood up. Because now I knew I was battling something I knew nothing about. That's right. And, and, and so basically, Shannon, I turned around, and the same thing happened. The demon, the father started crying. Now, that's a, a man that was just saved 30 minutes prior. Here he is getting saved, and all of a sudden he hears a demon talking out of his son. Whoa. So they got all, they got all shook up. And I turned around and I went, I went back home and I got up early in the morning and I said, look, if there's any more, and I was giving God glory because, you know, I didn't know at that point that I had to cast the demon out. <laughs> and it was really, it was really a wonderful experience with Jesus because I went to work that morning and I said, if you need me, just call me, I'll be here for you. And at 7.30, I was at work. I got the phone call. Brother Charlie, it's happening again. And I said, what's... And the father was weeping on the phone. And I said, Frank, Frank, what's wrong? He said, Jay is up. He's in the kitchen. He's eating. And I said, well, that's a good thing. He said, no, it's not a good thing. He never opened his eyes. He got up and cooked his whole meal, sat down, ate his whole meal, and he still hasn't opened his eyes. <laughs> and and I, I turned around at that point, and I said, oh, Wow. This is tremendous. I said, put him on the phone. And I started praying over the phone, and the boy started convulsing, just like the Bible says. When Jesus was doing deliverance sometimes, they convulsed. And he convulsed right off the chair. I, I started binding, because that's all I knew. You know, Matthew said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, loose on earth, loosed in heaven. I knew that from studying scripture. So I put those words into the prayer. And, and I said, where is he now? And he says, he's just convulsing on the middle of the rug in the living room. And I said, well, that's okay. He's, he's bound. He ain't going nowhere. I'm going to get a hold of a couple of other brothers, and we're on our way. And uh, long story, short story, 
film the last 20 minutes of the deliverance. Prior to that, when this all started, I was crying and seeking the Lord on what to do. And that scripture hit me right in the face with the little boy. When Jesus, the disciples said to him, Master, why couldn't we get this evil spirit out? And Jesus turned around and said to him, This kind cometh out only by prayer and fasting. And I had just done the first three-day fast in my life. And it was such a sweet thing because I knew nothing about fasting. And I turned around and I rewarded myself at the end of the three days with a Reese's peanut butter cup. And to this day, (laughs) that was 26 years ago, in one of my valises, I still have the candy wrapper as a memory. Praise God. and, and, And it was so wonderful to see the boy get set free. And, and and the most joyous thing I got from it, the whole family got saved. There was about, no, ten of them. And the uncle who didn't believe, he got saved, and he ended up using the video equipment to film what we captured on v, VHS back then. And at that point in my life, I was just running around screaming about Jesus everywhere I went, you know, because I'd never seen the supernatural before. Even Business New Full Gospel, I really started getting on fire, and we started... I started realizing that when a person was slain in the spirit, God wanted to operate on them, and I would go down when they were laying on the floor, and I would start commanding the demons out of them, and they would begin to manifest. So I knew God had something that he wanted to get out to the body of Christ. And then a few years went by when I had the homeless shelter, and then I came across a brother who tuned me in to Pastor Wynn Worley's material, and... uh Pastor Sadalfo, uh, Howard Pittman's material, and I started reading everybody's material, and it made a lot of sense to me. And I felt really good then because I knew I wasn't the only one that knew something funny was going on in the world, you know, because it was unexplainable to the regular Christians. They didn't believe a Christian could have an evil spirit. And, you know, I started seeing more and more of this, and eventually I took that first trip to Hegwish, and I felt like I was home with a bunch of believers that knew something that I knew, that Amen. evil spirits were in the people. And it's been, a, it's been a, a very joyful walk for me. You know, I've had uh, my backlashes from the enemy because I won't quit. And right now I'm pastoring a small flock. We have about, you know, weekly 20, 25 brothers and sisters. We're looking for a bigger space now. And I minister to people all over the world. I got, I got a call last week when we were on, you and me, and that was from Germany. And it was 4 o'clock in the morning, and right over the phone, the demon manifested. We interrogated it, and we kicked it out in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what? I'm excited because the, the, the greatest thing that I could share with the audience right now is we're discipling brothers and sisters. I don't care what church you go to. Because we're in church right now when we gather in Jesus' name. And and some of you don't have a church. And some of you are crying out because you you need help and you can't find a place to get help. And you know what? All you got to is, is sit down and call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he is our deliverer. Every one of us needs deliverance in some area or another. And, and one, of the, one of the things I can share, I got a phone call prior to getting on with everybody tonight. A woman named Valerie from, uh, she just came back from Florida. She's in Wayne, New Jersey. Our music minister, Steve, who lives about two hours from us, 
down in Brick, New Jersey. He started ministering to this woman because she got his name off a deliverance worker. Uh, and that's what we all are, by the way. We're all deliverance workers. Yes. And everybody that's listening right now, you're a deliverance worker. Yes. And I'll show you that tonight in Scripture. But, but what happened here was he started casting demons out of her. He's only been here six months. And he started casting demons out of her, making them manifest right over the phone. This woman is excited. Amen. Now, she wants to become part of this ministry. And I told her, I said, Sister, the, the Word of God is real clean. It says that God's Word tells us that he wants all men to come to the knowledge of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And what better way can God do something right now in the end times than stir the fire upon his church? And you don't have to be in the building to be his church. You're the called out ones. You're the ones the Lord is calling to bear arms and attack the enemy right now. If you, you get the faith of a mustard seed, Jesus promises victory. Yes. And and we're seeing that. And another testimony I can share, a husband and wife team from our fellowship, they led their sister in Florida to the Lord a couple of weeks ago. And they told her to cover her head with a head covering or a veil. And they began, and she just she submitted because she wants freedom. They just started kicking demons out of her on the phone. And the whole family got excited. The two boys are excited in their home now. They're doing deliverance in their home. Praise and, God. And people are coming because, you know, the the days are short. And God, as Patrick Peter was saying uh, at the conference and a couple of uh, months back on some of his teaching CDs, Michael yeah. said that he truly believes the real church is going to be back in the home. Amen. But until, until that day comes... We got to get the message out, and 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 hopefully tonight that the Holy Spirit will teach us through His Word, and and that little bit of faith that you all need, it'll begin to grow in you after you hear God's Word, because the Word of God says faith comes by hearing the Word of God, and that's why it's so important. You know, we want to Shannon and me discuss taking calls and how we would put a curriculum together for this show and one of the things is why I I said tonight walking like Jesus Christ is we want everyone out here to know that you have authority over the enemy we do that all the time with the demons here when they're manifesting and they're talking to us we make them look at the children the young boys and we we say to the demon does this child have authority over you? And you know, you know, they got to answer. Unfortunately, yes is the answer. <laughs> and and it's it's really a wonderful thing to see a a twelve year old boy come up to a a demonized brother that's in his fifties and say, "You come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ." And the demon will say, "Shut up! I don't want to come out. You have to." And when the children quote the scripture, it shows you how powerful the word of God is. Amen. So anyway, in 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 beginning tonight, I would like to start off with my favorite favorite scriptures, and I want everybody that just if you don't have your Bible with you, we call the sword in our ministries. 
I'm going to go to the Gospel according to John, chapter 1. This is going to illustrate what we believe as believers. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Brothers and sisters, that's final. Because it says, The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing, anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And, and you have to understand what God's talking about here. This is, this is Him speaking to us through the book, His Word. If there's anything the enemy hates, it's this book. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. But this is where deliverance begins. It begins by receiving faith from our Lord Jesus Christ, and faith comes through hearing the Word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I want you to look down here, verse 12. He says, well, back up to 11, he says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. He came to the Jewish nation, and they didn't receive him. How sad was that? But verse 12 goes on and says, But as many as received him, he gave him, he, as many as received him to them, he gave them the power to become the sons of God, even to them that just believe in his name. How about that? All we have to do is believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it goes on and finishes off here in 13 and 14. It says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. When you are in a battle with the enemy, and you see a brother or sister get their freedom, there is no greater truth, as Pastor Michael would say, than being part of that miracle. Because deliverance is a miracle ministry. And God wants us out there loving one another, having compassion for one another, and dying to self and taking the time to pray for those that are in spiritual need. The times are so bad out here right now, brothers and sisters. God has given us the grace to do this ministry right over the telephones. And, and I say that with a lot of zeal and a lot of love because so many people over the last six years have gotten freedom over the telephone by us staying on the phone for hours with them sometimes. Amen. We were dying to self. The world and the things of the world were not important to us. We were not watching TV. We're not going to football games. We're not going to baseball. We're not going out to movies. We're getting on telephones and we're praying for people's freedom. Because Jesus taught very strongly that our rewards are in his kingdom, not on earth. That teaching alone just blows the doors off the prosperity message. That's being preached in the church today. I want you to look at, uh, I'm going to go to Timothy. One of the things as a pastor, 
that I've learned over the years, I try in my walk just to follow the simplicity of the Word of God. And when we fellowship here, we fellowship twice a week right now. We open up our fellowship at 1 o'clock, and we stop when the Holy Spirit stops. In other words, we can pray with people from 1 o'clock all the way until 9, 10. We've been past midnight many times over the years. And we've seen, we've seen tremendous deliverances. People on drugs, off drugs. We've seen psychotic people on medication, not on medication no more. Truly delivered. People walking in their freedom and getting back to being in the world and being a witness for Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. God wants to free people, but it's his agenda. It's not your own agenda. You know, we always tell people to pay forward. In other words, you would turn around when God, what God has given you, give it to someone else. Love that person. Go to someone in need and help them. It's all spiritual. Ephesians teaches that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers, in high places. The Word of God don't lie. And that's why it's very important to understand how we need to walk like Jesus Christ our Lord. We're, as Christians, we're supposed to be imitating Him. When He bought us at Calvary, we were bought by His blood. We were redeemed. Our names are written in His book. We're going to be praising Him. As, as that song goes, for 10 million years, we're going to be singing Amazing Grace. Amen. And that's because of the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. We no longer live for ourselves. We live for him who first loved us. We need to redeem the time because the days are evil, the scripture says. But, you know, as, as I'm going along here, in, in, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, I always start out our fellowship this way. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Listen to what God's talking about here. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Wow. The knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. And, you know, Paul was speaking here. And these are the pastoral epistles that teach us how the church is supposed to be, how we're supposed to pray. And he says, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and variety. And that's truth. And I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath, wrath and doubting. You hear what the Lord is telling us here, men? We need to lift up our hands and pray and not doubt, not have unbelief, because unbelief quenches the spirit. So many times over the years, we would be praying with people, and for a while, nothing was going on, and then all of a sudden, we'd realize that there was someone in the room that didn't believe. 
or they didn't agree. The Bible says, unless two shall walk together, if they agree. You can't pray with someone if they're not in agreement. It don't work. The, God, the, the Word of God will not return void. We have to read the Word, study the Word, have faith that this is God speaking. What we are listening to in the Spirit is the living God. His voice. We are supposed to impart. We are supposed to speak the Word of God and love Him with our whole mind, soul, body. You know? Romans 12, 1 says, to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. That is our reasonable service. Amen. And yet so many, so many Christians today don't present their bodies. And I want to I wanna go now as we, we lifted up our hands and we're praying in authority, and the authority is praying for our president. You know, and binding and loosening, we bind the evil spirits that are operating in our president's mind, his will yes. and his emotions, and we loose the spirit of truth and adoption into President Obama. Every yes. one of us should be praying that prayer every day. Amen. And we're I, to pray I, for our leaders. I, I really suggest, Pastor Worley put out a great book, called Warfare Prayers, and you can get that at wrw.publications. It's all on Omega Man Radio. I suggest that you start somewhere, and you use that prayer book as a guideline to binding and loosening, because we can stop what's going on in the spiritual realm, because we just read that it's the Father's will that all men come to the knowledge of his Son. Yes. And we can, and you know, Pastor Worley was doing this binding many, many years ago, and the demons, when he was interrogating them, told them he was setting back years of work that they had put together in the Illuminati and everywhere else with the one world religion, so on and so forth. And, you know, I share this in testimony because we overcome them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I have battled many demons over the last six years. And, and there's a book called The Big Red Deliverance Manual. And we need to get that book in Spanish. We need to promote that book in Spanish because that's, that's a book that's got Pastor Worley's teaching, Frank Hammond's teaching, uh, Gene Moody's teachings, all their experience, a War on the Saints. It's all locked into this little manual. It's not a little one. It's a pretty big one. And most people know you can, you can download it on uh, demonbusters.com, but... The, the reality is, when you got a book, you can sit there in your bed, and you can read, you can highlight, and you can go back to it. You know, I'm kind of old school. I like to sit there and read books. You know, and I'm going to share too, this. Man. You know, <laughs> my good brother, Michael Steer, and me are quite alike. You know, he never read a book until he got to Hegwish, got a lot of deliverance, and he was in the book room, and now now he can't stop reading books. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with everybody. I was a combat Vietnam vet. I was a combat medic. I left school when I was in the ninth grade. I didn't really get into reading anything. I was bad to the bone. I did every sin you can imagine. Went to Vietnam. By God's grace, I'm home. And when I got saved, the first book I ever read was the Word of God. I spent a year crying every day and reading the Scriptures. 
because I was a sinner and I was saved by grace. I preach grace because I know the truth. I know the enemy makes brothers and sisters fall. They brag about it all the time. You know? That's why God had to save us. That was the Father's plan. That was the that was the real checkmate on Satan. You know? And he stripped the enemy, and that's what deliverance is all about. It's the children's bread. Yes. I want to. I want to start tonight with the Word of God here. As we, you know, I gave a few scriptures here, but you know, without lifting up His Word, we're nothing. It's His Word. You know, as we get into the Word of God, you'll see that to be like Jesus, we have to listen to Jesus, and we have to start to follow Jesus. You know, a lot of people can talk. I've I've battled many demons that know the scriptures better than me. You know, they can quote scripture from one end of the book to the other. They've been around for thousands of years. They were with him in the kingdom of God. The devils hate us because they don't get grace. That's right. We have grace. They can't repent. They can't confess their sins. They were with him, brothers and sisters. That's why Jesus said, blessed are those that believe and haven't seen. See, we haven't seen him yet. We know he's real. He confirms it. All you have to do is look around you and know that we didn't come from apes, that God created all of this. It says it in the Word. People that don't understand the Word is because the devil's got them blinded. But anyway, that's enough of me talking right now. Let's get into the Word of God tonight. Father, we, we thank you for your Word. We praise you, and we give you glory. And I want to go to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 1. Every now and then I get, the, I get the privilege of serving our Lord Jesus Christ and preaching this chapter. This is, when it comes to talking about Jesus and the ministry of deliverance and the ministry of healing, this is the meat right here in, in chapter 1. And, and many brothers and sisters that have heard me preach this message have went on to walk with him and have seen his glory, and today they are casting out devils, they're laying hands on sick people, and God is healing them. Uh, I get testimonies all the time from the brothers and sisters. They, they're amazed because every deliverance and every time the Holy Spirit moves through any of us, it's the joy of the Lord, because he's using such a wretched person like us to confound the enemy. And in the beginning of the gospel, that's how it starts, of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and they were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. Very important, brothers and sisters. You have to understand, without confession of sins, there is no deliverance. Amen. The enemy can have a legal ground. I don't care if it's a little sin. If you're hiding something, remember, God knows everything. He's omnipresent. 
He knows every sin you commit in the closet, every sin you commit in the secret place. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, if you, you commit a sin, confess it right away. 1 John yes. 1 9. Because that's one of the things the enemy has remarked to me many, many times. They said, Pastor, recently, we can't get nothing to stick on you because you confess every darn stupid thing you do. <laughs> you know? I've had demons stop the deliverances here because I made a mistake against the Word of God and they told me I was rebelling. Boy, that's a humbling <laughs> thing to get humbled in front of your congregation. But, you know, after, yes. I, I do, after I do the confession, brothers and sisters, the demon curses me out in front of the whole place. So, you know, it's very important that we confess our sins. James tells us in the book of James, confess your faults to one another that ye may be healed. That's what, that's what it's all about. Getting rid of that garbage that Satan tries to bind us up with. John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. Now, there you go. John the Baptist was eating locusts and wild honey. Let me tell you something. If everything that Baruch was talking about, and we're going to get in trouble out here, how many of you people are going to be able to eat locusts and honey and survive? Think about that. You know, everybody worries and has fear. God fed Elijah with the ravens. That's why he fed the Israelites with manna. That's why Jesus says, don't worry. We can't worry, brothers and sisters. He says, and preached, saying, there cometh one mightier than I, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Well, the Holy Ghost. That's the third person of the Trinity. That's God. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So we, as pieces of dirt, as the demons call us, because we were created out of dirt in Genesis, that will really blow Darwin out the door if he ever heard, if he was alive to hear what the enemy says. But... He goes here and he says, And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized with John in Jordan, and straight away, coming out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. That's right, brothers and sisters. The Father spoke, and he said, I am pleased. This is my Son. Now watch what happens here. Verse 12, and immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. Now, understand something. He got baptized. The Holy Ghost came down upon him. Now he was one with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. What happened? He was driven into the wilderness. Yes. Sometimes we need to be driven in the wilderness to be Christ-like. Listen to where the Spirit of God is going here. He turns around, and he was there in the wilderness, 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Wow. 40 days. We complain if we go a couple of days into the wilderness. Now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom. See, when... When you go into the wilderness and you spend that time with our Lord 
and you fast, because that's what went on when he went into the wilderness. Brothers and sisters, there's been times when I fast up to 21 days, 14 days, 10 days. There's never been a time where God did not answer the prayers. I am blessed because his word blesses those that follow him. He says, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent ye, and believe the gospel. He's talking about repenting. Stop sinning. Confess those sins. You know, even stealing an extra sweet and low, taking one up and taking it home with you, that's stealing. Amen. There's so many, so many people. You know, I was, I was in a hotel once going, going to a conference. And a brother was with me, and he turned around and was taking these Pop-Tarts. I'll never forget it. And he was packing them up when we were leaving this hotel, and he had about 20 of them. And I Good said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm, well, I'm taking them home to my kids. They like them. I said, brother, you can't do that. That's stealing. The Word of God is clean. It says, let him that steal, steal no more. Amen. The Word of God also says that once you're born again and you're truly walking with Jesus Christ, you don't continue to sin. And if a brother or sister is habitually sinning, like Pastor Wally said, then they're being driven, tormented, and they need those demons casted out of them. Yes. That's how we know when someone is not walking the walk rightly because there's an issue in their life, and it's because the enemy is there. It's operating. And believe me, there's a lot of Christians that are on narcotics, they're on psychotropic drugs. They steal in business. They lie in business because they've got the love of money. Yep, they're Christians, but they have some under, you know, that's the way it is. That's because they got a little critter. That's what I call demons sometimes, critters. And they're, they're, they're actually inside of us. They're in our flesh. They're in our minds, our will, our emotion. But anyway, as God was going here, he straight, straightway they forsook their, and then, oh, he's getting the guys. Here's, here's how it all started. They didn't, go, they didn't go to any theological school. I want you to look close at this. The only school they went to is they walked with our Lord Jesus Christ, the same way we can walk if we trust his word like a little child. He says, now as he walked by the sea Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. God was calling them to stop what they were doing. They left their, their, their whole life. It's exactly what they did. And they were going to follow who? Jesus Christ our Lord. Brothers and sisters, sometimes... We need to get in the right order with God. We need, to, we need to love God, then our family, and then our business. A lot of people put business, family, God, business, God, family. You need to put God, family, business. That's the divine order. I myself had to learn the hard way. And through experience, I can get on an airway and tell everybody, it's God, family, business. Trust me. Amen. 
And when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who was also in the ship, mending their nets. And straight away he called them, and they left their father, Zebedee, in the ship with the hired servants, and they went after him. In other words, they went with Jesus. And they went into Capernaum, and straight away on the Sabbath day, yeah, here you go, this is a Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at the doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And then there was in the synagogue a man. Now, the synagogue was a place where people gathered that believed in God. These were the only believers in God of the day, brothers and sisters. And they were gathered in the synagogue, which was, in their day was no different than today's day of gathering in a big building, a church. And what was the first sign that Jesus did when he came out of the wilderness? He had just fasted 40 days. It says, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we done to thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. Understand what Jesus did. He rebuked them. And when the unclean spirit had torn him, that means to violently shake, as I was explaining earlier in the, in the message tonight, convulse, and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. You know how many times our ears hurt here from the intensity of the demon's screaming coming out of the people. It almost sounds like a siren. It's so not of this world when the enemy is coming out of someone in a high-pitched pitch scream. That's what goes on in real deliverance. It always lines up with scriptures, brothers and sisters, and they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. So today, the unclean spirits and the people, and, and, and when they're doing this, they're looking around, and it's the same thing when you're in a church today. Demons manifesting in a person. Sometimes Amen. they don't want it happening because they don't want to scare the people. If Jesus didn't want it to happen, he wouldn't have did it the way he did it here in chapter 1 of Mark when he started his ministry. He didn't take the person behind closed doors. He did it publicly so yes. that they would fear him and believe that he was the son of the living God. And what happened when all this, this happened here? Verse 28, immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the regions, round about Galilee. And forthwith, when they came out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon, Andrew, with James and John. And here was, but Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever and a nun, they tell him of her. Listen to what's going on. He just casted a demon in the synagogue out of someone. Now, this is, this, is, this is something that excited me as a baby Christian, brothers and sisters, because I lived the same thing with our Savior. In North Bergen, New Jersey, I was renting a room. I had this roommate. We used to have to share this bathroom. He came home from work 
sick like you wouldn't believe. He had 102 fever. He was just hotter than hot. And I got on my knees, and I put my hand on his head, and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command the fever out of him. The fever left him. He got up, ran to the bathroom. He projectiled all that was in him. The fever broke, and he was Praise smiling Jesus. and happy. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and you know, when, when I read this scripture, and then God allows me to see it live and in color, you can't help but get in, excited for the Lord Jesus Christ. How about my brother-in-law was stuck in a tractor trailer six, seven months back down somewhere in Kentucky. I, I can't even recall what state he was in. He had a fever, chills. He couldn't. He was stuck there 24 hours. He couldn't drive the truck. I said, I said to him, Chippy, why didn't you call me? I can't move. I can't move. I started binding loose, and ten minutes later, the fever broke, and he drove the tractor trailer home. Glory to God. That's the power of the gospel. God will use anybody, anytime, anywhere. It's faithful to believe. Turns around here, and we're back here, and he came and took her by the hand, lifted her up, and immediately, what? The fever left, and she ministered unto him. She began working. She wasn't sick no more. Now, I'm sure we've all been there where we got a fever, and we're like, oh, me, oh, mine, you can't get out of bed. Okay? One of my associates two weeks ago had a fever. Lives about 35 minutes. I said, don't worry, I will come by. I went over to his house. His son said, he's up in bed. I said, well, that's okay. Make me a cup of tea. And then I was going to leave because, you know, he was up in bed sleeping. I didn't want to bother the brother. And then all of a sudden, that wasn't the Holy Spirit's thoughts. All of a sudden, he come down. He looked like death warmed over. Coming down the stairs, looking at me, his face was all drawn down. He was as sick as sick could be. And I started binding and loosening. And in about 10 minutes, the demon started talking to me. Long story, short story, we casted it out. The fever left. Had to get a big trash can because it all came out. That's how God works when you just sit there and serve him. He does the same thing he did in his word. And at evening, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased. Now, listen to what this is saying. This is the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, who each and every believer is supposed to be imitating. There's something wrong with the church today, brothers and sisters. He brought unto them all that were diseased and them that were possessed with devils. So healing and deliverance is running hand in hand here. Look at what the scriptures is telling us. And he and, and all the city, listen to what the word says, all the city were gathered together at the door. And he healed many that were sick of divers' diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. The only reason Jesus did not allow them to speak at that time was because the demons knew he was the Son of God. Amen. And everything is done, I'll show you as we close a little later here, everything is done for his glory. You know, Charlie, I'll interject here that um, I'll add, too, the reason, folks, that Jesus prayed those demons to speak at that instance was because they knew who he was, and they were trying to short-circuit his ministry. 
And it wasn't be much longer after that that he was up on the cross, and he had work to do. So did Jesus interrogate demons? Absolutely did. What's your name? Oh. Demon, my name is Legion. But people take that one verse, Charlie, and they take it out of context. They say, oh, Jesus didn't interrogate demons. I hogwash. You're right, brother. And you know what? There, were, there was not enough ink in the oceans to write all the things that Jesus did. Or it says. Let me give it back to you, brother. Okay, brother. That's good. You know, I love the interjection. That's what this is about. It's a radio talk show. That's why when we get to the, the phone calls, we need to be mindful that there's people out there that need help. And that's what Shannon has been discussing, a way to move it along. Because sometimes, brothers and sisters, you'll you'll connecting to the ministries are good, but then we got to follow up and we got to get brothers and sisters around the country praying for you. And it's got to be it's got to be a total move of the Holy Spirit. And as you grow in the knowledge and the wisdom of deliverance, you'll understand what we're talking about. And then. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, this is after he did all this deliverance and healing, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. How many people get up before sunrise and go to a solitary place and pray? Now, you don't have to jump up and down and say, Pastor, Pastor, what are you talking about? I'm talking about imitating Jesus Christ. I'm talking about following your Savior, being sold out, getting real with yourself. Look in the mirror and say, Lord Jesus, are you happy with me? We're supposed to be ambassadors for Jesus Christ. We're not supposed to be go sit in a church pew once or twice a week and think he needs us. God said Preach when it. he sent them out, he sent them out, brothers and sisters. They go into darkness. They're the only light out there. When I go into a place, I want the people to know that there's something about me that's different that I love Jesus Christ. When people say, why are you smiling? I'm smiling because my name's in the Lamb's book. I'm smiling because he gave me eternal life. I'm smiling because I love you and I want you to have that same free gift. Father, I lose the spirit of boldness over this whole audience tonight. I lose the fire of God and the fear of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord on them in Jesus' name. You know... When you look at this word, and Simon and they that were with him followed after him. They hunted for him. He would, they, they just they couldn't believe what they were witnessing. The power of God. These were normal. They weren't fancy men. They were humble, working guys that he decided, I'm, I'm going to bring you into my army. And when they had found him, they said unto him, all men seek for thee. You're darn right. Just imagine, brothers and sisters, if the power of God started moving in city to city to city to city in this country right now, people would be coming out in the multitudes. Look at how many people run the false revivals in this country, and they're getting duped. That's right. But if, you, if you're going to a ministry or a place where the enemy is being confronted and kicked out, and there are places... Brother Shannon has got some of the best ministers in deliverance right now getting on the pulpits and preaching to you every night. These brothers are experienced warriors. Some of them I have been on the rug with. Some of them I have a great deal of respect for when they pray for people because I see the enemy and how mad the enemy gets at them. And if that don't change your heart, nothing will. Amen. 
He said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I might preach there also. For therefore came I forth, and he preached in the synagogues throughout all Galilee, and cast out devils. There we go again. How many times in the first chapter of Mark is Jesus casting out devils? And yet the churches today don't even talk about this chapter. They don't go near it. Because the enemy has got these pastors so bound that they pick out only certain verses in certain books to teach out of, but when it comes to spiritual warfare, they don't take the time to persevere to see the victory. Amen. And Charlie, what was the key word here? Casting out? Yeah. Folks, cast out got to be in. Demons weren't on the outside of the person. They were inside, you cast them out of the person. People. They were in the people. They're always in the people. You know, a lot of people come to me and say, Pastor, there's a demon on the outside. You know what? That demon's got that person's mind well under control. When they hallucinate, it's the demon inside making them hallucinate. We've learned that from fighting and fighting and fighting. You know, you'll know when a demon's grabbing you by the throat and you're laying in bed. It happens to a lot of us that serve the Lord. They try to put fear in you. But Amen. we all know that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and sound mind. Power, dunamis, dynamite. The enemy hates what we know. They hate what we preach at these ministries. And the Lord told me, he said, now is the time to kindle a fire. You know, when you kindle a fire, you get the twigs, you start making the coals, and you get that fire going. When I started learning about deliverance, in 1986, the Lord showed me the Ponderosa. He said, remember that little movie you used to watch when you were a little kid with your grandmother? He said, my fire is going to start out small, and it's going to consume. And I just sat back, and I didn't even understand what he was talking about. And today, as I got a little more wisdom and knowledge, I understand what the fire of God is all about. It's all-consuming. The enemy hates it because you know what? That's their destiny. They're going to burn forever in the lake. And they'll tell you, it's not my time yet. It's not my time yet. Because nobody knows the time, brother and sisters. Only the Father. That's the Word of God. And there came a leopard. And well, back up, he says, and he preached in the synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils, right? Then the leopard came. Right after he's casting out devils, besieging him. The leopard did what? He was kneeling down. Well, brothers and sisters, you've got to get on your knees at some point in your walk. You know, you know what the enemy said to me once? I was interrogating a demon. He said, I hate them worldly books. You give those books to too many people. You and that church out there, you're all no good. And I said, well, what did you hate the most about pastor? You know what he said to me? He was always on his knees. And you know what? I got humbled by the Father when I heard that. And I said, Lord, I repent. I'm not on my knees enough. Give me a desire and humble me before you. Teach me to look up. Teach me to wait upon you. Teach me to zip my lips sometimes because I was always a big mouth. Let me tell you, I've had people pray for me to kick, kick that big mouth spirit out of me. Kick out people pleaser. You know, because when we're serving God, we're only supposed to please one person, Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 51, it says, you are my battle axe, a weapon for war. With you I destroy kingdoms. 
with you I destroy shepherd and flock. Those scriptures are there, brother, sister. Read the word of God. It's all there. Goes on and says, and Jesus looked at this leopard. He said, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. This guy was begging our Lord to heal him. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hands, and he touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, I mean, all God had to do was speak. Immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. You know, three weeks ago I was sitting here, I was praying for someone after the word was preached, and we had deliverance going on in four different rooms here at the ministry. And as I was praying, I don't even remember the party, but a couple of the brothers, I had a mold on my uh, left uh, right below my elbow, and I've had this mold all my life. And it always used to bother me, and I was always saying to the Lord, why why can't you show me things, Father? If you heal a leper, why can't you heal my mold? And, and, and the funniest thing happened. It's gone. And I just stopped. I looked at everybody, and I, I started to cry, and I said, thank you, Jesus. Because it's the little things that will really touch your heart. It's the little prayers when you don't think he's listening and he answers them. And, and, and it's amazing walk when you start giving it all up and following Christ. And he straightly charged him and forthwith sent him away and said to him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And this is the last verse in chapter 1. But he went out and begun to pu publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter in it so much that Jesus, no more openly, he couldn't enter into a city, but was without in desert, de in desert places. And they came to him from every quarter. You know, the Lord, I was telling that to Shannon the other day with the Deliverance Ministries and all the brothers and sisters that have been steadfast over the last six years that I've been watching. We're watching God move right now in all the ministries. And he's beginning to bring people from the north, south, east, and west for help. I must get two to three calls a week here at the ministry of people needing to come for deliverance. And all I can do is humbly sit there and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, whatever you want me to do, whatever prayers, but more important, brothers and sisters, the key, he's given us the keys to the kingdom, binding and loosening. And if, if we're going to imitate our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, look what he did. We just read it. Go to chapter 3, verse 14 real quick if you're following me with the word. 14, 15, and he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. That's the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't tell them to go sit there and just look at one another in a building. He sent them out. He sent them out into darkness. He sent them out to preach he was Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. That's the gospel. Amen. He did it all. Preacher. All we got to do is believe it. Yes. I'm sorry, Shannon. 27. No, brother. 
Praise God. Keep preaching, brother. This is good meat of the word. 27, brothers and sisters, third chapter, Mark, verse 27. Listen to what this says. You need to know this. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. In other words, when we're doing deliverance, we have to bind the strong man, and then Jesus gives us the authority to go loot his house. You know, when you go rob someone's home and you go into their house, there's a lot of junk in there. You can imagine when Jesus said to the Gadarean, and he was talking to him, and he said, what's your name? He said, my name is Legion. Legion is 5,000, 6,000, wherever you want to go with it. I've done deliverance over the years where hundreds of demons, I used to keep books and write the demons' names down as we were casting them out. I got tired of writing. I had a young man come up to me and say, Pastor, I started writing. I couldn't believe all the demons we were getting out of my mother last week. And that, that's an 18-year-old boy, and him and his brother and the father were doing deliverance on the mother. And this is where God's got it all. It's in his word. Go to verse 33, 34, 35. And if you need to learn how to minister to a Roman Catholic, you do it in love. Okay? He answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked around on them, which sat about him. These, these men were sitting with him, because his mother was outside the house calling for him. And look what Jesus said. Behold my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. Well, brothers and sisters, we need to be going about the Father's business. Jesus was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. One of the embraces I do with my Christian brothers everywhere I go, I hug them, I love on them, and I whisper in their ear, when's the last time you casted out an evil spirit? You've got to be bold. You've got to be bold. You've got to be bold. That's what the early church did. You look in the writings of the fathers. There was no such thing as the Roman Catholic Church in the beginning. They were believers. They were believers. There was no denominations. They were believers. And they walked in the power of God. They didn't even have Bibles. Get real here, people. They believed on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They believed on his teachings. The only way you can understand his teachings is to read the Gospels. There's a new covenant here, New Testament. We're not bound to the Old Testament. It's new. The old was to lead us to the Messiah. He says it right here. Whosoever shall do the will of God, the same as my brother, my sister, and my mother. I want you to Go over to chapter 5. I'm going to walk real quick here right now because we're taking up some time. We really want to get on the phone calls tonight. But this is the first time I've ever been on the air preaching the Word of God. And I praise God because 26 years ago this is what I wanted to do, and now it is beginning to happen. You know, I preach here every week. Some of the people get so convicted they just look at me, and they can't come against it because I preach God's Word. I don't talk about other ministries when I'm preaching the Word of God. I talk about Jesus. He's the preeminence. Without him, we can't do anything. Five, chapter five, verse eight. 
He says, for he said unto him, come out of that man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Just the other day, Shannon and me were playing with someone around 11 o'clock at night. And the demon said, us. And I said to Shannon, well, we got to bind this thing up because this one is, they're not coming out so quick. We learned that. <laughs> uh, Patrick right. Thier has, has a great testimony when you go to HBC. He spent, before he was a pastor, he was Wynn's son-in-law. He spent two years on the rug getting demons kicked out of him while he was still getting high. And it took two years for God to clean him up. And you know what? There's a lot of love and compassion in that man, and he still gets attacked. And that's why, brothers and sisters, everybody that hears these messages, we need to pray for one another. Get all the the filth and everything you can think out of your mind because God says, love your enemies, bless your enemies, pray for them that persecute you. He's in charge. Sometimes he allows things to happen to, to make us walk the walk. He chastises. Nobody else. Devils can't do nothing unless he wants them to straighten us out with something, and then they come in, and then who do we got to go to? We go to the Lord. That's why he says, call upon me and I shall deliver you. There's many reasons. There'll be many other teachings in months to come on why deliverance sometimes fails. Fasting is made easy because fasting is very important. You can't be in this ministry and walk strongly in it unless you're walking like Jesus Christ. And I'll show you that in a word. Go to uh, chapter 6 of Mark, 7 to 13. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth by two and two. Now, he didn't send them out by themselves. He sent them out two and two and gave them power over unclean spirits and commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse, but be shod with sandals and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, In what place soever you enter into a house, there abide till you depart from that place. And whoever shall not receive you nor hear you when you depart, then shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. He didn't put this in the word for us to ignore it. You know, at the end of this message, Brother Shannon and myself, we will, I will set up something with him to give you all these scriptures. So you can go back. Don't, don't, don't just believe me because I'm out here preaching. Go back and take two or three days and fast and read this word. Read this book. Read what God is saying to his church today. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus and the word are the same. You read that with me in John, the first chapter. Go to 2023 in the same chapter right now. Listen to what the word of God says. Actually, 20. Or 21, a covenant. Oh, I, I missed the uh, chapter 8. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. I'm trying to move it along here. I'm looking at the clock. 8-2. Very important that you understand his word, because this is about deliverance. In verse 2, in chapter 8, he says, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now been with me three days and have had nothing to eat. Bingo, bingo. He 
had compassion. Who? The Father, the Lord. He had compassion on the multitude because they had just went three days without food. I'm telling you, you can kick addiction, you can kick cigarette habits, you can kick a lot of things in your life if you would begin to learn to do it Jesus' way. This kind cometh out, but by prayer and fasting. He didn't give us the solution without the way out. It's here. It's in the scriptures. Verse 34 and 35 in chapter 8. This is going to, this is, this is a scripture that really hits the bone with Christians. Because, you know, you, you, everybody wants to say, I'm his disciple. I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And when he, listen, listen, Brother Shannon. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, that means follow him. That means get in line with him. That means believe in him. Because, see, when you really believe in something, it's a mental act of placing trust or confidence in another to accept his truth, to have a firm faith, especially in the Son of God, which became the Word. That's when you really believe. And he says, whoever will come after me, let him deny himself. Whoa! How do you deny oneself? You know, the biggest enemy we have is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the belly. And it's, it's in Scripture. Gluttony, overeating. Most diseases and everything that we're getting today is because we can't shut our mouth. Diabetes comes from too much sugar, wrong foods, just gluttony, just eat. You know, I can testify to that. Because God has been delivering me from that awful disease. And I was praying with a man recently who's shooting insulin. And when I, I called the spirit out of his pancreas, the demon started yelling at me and saying, Don't you go there, Charlie. Don't you go there, Charlie. And if you pass a worldly uh, harassing, I think it's an harassing the host of hell, he's got a whole section about diabetes. And Pastor Worley wrote when he was alive, that the reason people don't get delivered from diabetes is because they don't continually attack it. You hear that? They don't attack it. There's a guy named Len Ward who wrote a book. Uh, I have the book somewhere in my library. I'll mention it another time, but he's free from diabetes. He wrote a whole book about the spirit of diabetes and how they kicked all these demons out of him. So, you know, you know how many people have diabetes in this country? Wouldn't it be wonderful for the ministries or you yourselves in your homes start having prayer groups and start binding the enemy and commanding these evil spirits out of the people of God? Verse 35, for whoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Wow, I'd be getting up there and starting to promote what? The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. To die is to gain. To be a fool for Christ is eternal life in him. It's basically what he's saying here in the Word of God. It's not me talking. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't get any closer to him than by hearing his Word. 
He's not going to come and appear to you. He already wrote everything we need to know in this book. Too many people in the church today go from church to church, prophet to prophet, prophetess to prophetess, and the Word of God says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they've rejected knowledge. And Hosea, for sake, he says, I will also reject them. You know, if you get an encyclopedia out, brothers and sisters, there's major differences between the meaning of these words. Check it out. Write it down. Fast, diet, starve, thirst. Fast, diet, starve, thirst. Look every one of those words up in Webster's, and you'll see there's a major difference between the four of them. I want you to go to chapter 9. I'm trying to get done here. Let's try to swing it in in, in a, a five-minute period here. 9.23, the Word of God says, and this is Jesus. He turns around, and he, he, he speaks, and he says, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Once again, believeth means you're really grounding on the fact that you trust in the Son of God, you trust in the Word of God. That's what real believing is. Believing isn't something where, oh, I believe today and I don't believe tomorrow. That's why Pastor Theo preaches, when you are truly saved, you are saved. Period. Because Jesus did it. You want to serve the God of eternal life. When you understand that he created heaven and earth, the angels, the powers, the principalities, it drove me to a point where every day I get up and I can't get out of bed without talking to him. One of the things I encourage people is when you get up, you open your mouth and say, praise the Lord, because he's allowing you to get up and serve him so that you might increase the rewards that he's promised you when you go home. You know, that's why our treasures are in heaven. That's where we're, our mindset is supposed to be focused on the things above, not on the things in this world. He wants us to teach, teach. His disciples, verse 28, when his disciples came unto the house, his disciples asked him privately. They went up to Jesus privately. This was the incident with the little boy. And I'll go back to 26. I want you to hear this because I was telling you about how this boy was on the ground back in 1986, and he was like a dead person. Okay, verse 26. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, inasmuch that many said he is dead. Let me tell you something. Many times... In my walk with my Savior, I have physically walked up just to see if they were, like, dead. Because people were really amazed. And I would take my foot and I would just smack the person on the side or the butt or whatever. And nothing happened. They were, like, dead. And their breathing was very, very shallow. And I was truly amazed at this because it's, it makes you think, Wow. This is what the scripture said. That person looked like a dead person. That boy that I, I prayed for back in 1986, he was laying there on the floor like a dead person. I was just praising God. I, I didn't know any better. I just said, God's doing a wonderful thing here. But his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we cast this out? And he said unto them, this kind come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. Case closed, brothers and sisters. You're bowing a demon and it ain't coming out. You better get in a closet and do what the Word of God says, or you're wasting your time. I call them time-wasting demons. 
Satan sends many, many demonized people. If you're not tuned into the Word of God, you'll sit there and pray for a person for 10 hours, five times a week, and go nowhere if you don't get into the fast mode. Fasting Amen. is like giving... Fasting, Shannon, fasting, from what God has taught me in 26 years, fasting is like giving the Holy Spirit alms. Because, see, it's the Holy Spirit, the Christ in us, that does does everything. We don't do anything. Wow. We are vessels. I like that. We are vessels. Yes. You know, that's why in Timothy... Amen. I should probably close here, but I want to go to Mark 10. You know, I had a whole little walk here going tonight that the Lord gave me. At, at 28... It's work tonight. Pardon yeah. me? He said, this is yeah. a good word tonight. This is his word. Okay, chapter 10 in Mark, beginning at verse 28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Listen to what the apostle Peter was saying to our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, have you left all? Have you left entertainment? Have you left the TV set? Have you left the God of sports? Think about it. You need to repent if you're still following the things of the world. If you want to be a servant of the Most High God, you better learn what, what it takes to be a servant of the Most High God. Because right here, the Word of God says, And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left his house, his brethren, his sisters, his father, his mother, or his wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the Gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers, children, lands, with persecutions, and in the world to come eternal life. But many that are first shall be last, and the last first. I mean, when you love God, and you understand that it's going about his business you need to get up every day and just say, Lord, I'm, I'm up, I'm here, use me. Help me. Use my voice. Even if I'm being kind to help a woman pick up boxes and put them in her car, go to the grocery store and be a light in a dark world. Walk up to people you don't know and, and say, God bless you. Love you, brother. Love you, sister. Let the light of Jesus flow through you. Wear witness clothing. You know, many people are Christians, and it took me a while. I'll confess this to you. Everybody out there, I wear a lot of clothing that say Jesus Christ is the Lord. God said to me, he said, whoever acknowledges me before men, I shall acknowledge before my Father in heaven. And I said to the Lord, I have not been a good acknowledger of you because I go in supermarkets, I go Walmart, I go to the mall, I go to the football to see my friend's kid play his last high school game. You need to sit there and be a light in darkness. And believe me, when I say I go to football, I don't go to football games. I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. God took that away from me years ago when I was fasting. And he says, that's not me. That's the enemy. And when, when God did that to me, my wife was happy because she'd been praying for me for years. You know, I had a demon on my back that was uh, from the sins of the father. My grandfather was a doctor. And guess what he used to watch? Friday night fights. My Uncle Eddie, guess what he used to watch? Friday night fights. Years ago, I was sitting here, and my wife said to me, how could you watch those two guys beat each other up in the ring? And I turned around, and my wife was praying for me. And all of a sudden, 
I looked at her and I said, you know what? You're right, honey. I repent. And God delivered me from, from the boxing God. You know? And if God can deliver you from little things like that, imagine how many more things he can deliver us from. Amen? I, I wanna, I'm going to close. I'm going to close in Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 9. I have a lot more, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just close it now because I want to really fellowship with all the yous on the phones tonight for a little while. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, it's about walking in the Spirit. And he said to them all, and this is Jesus talking, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man's advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and his fathers and of the holy angels. And then he says to close it, but I tell you the truth, there be some standing there which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of God. Glory, hallelujah. That's why we, we sing that song, Lord Jesus, come. You know? Because the world is getting wicked, brothers and sisters. We all have we all have family. We all have people around us. And we need to pray for one another. And and, and here's God's the Holy Spirit's talking to me right now about the last verse I'm giving you tonight. And Father, forgive me for not adding this in. You know, we talk about deliverance ministries. And this one says this one's this way. And this one says it's that way. And that guy over there, he's doing it that way. Here's what God says. And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we forbid him, because he followed not with us. That means that, you know, whoever these people were at that time, you know, we're talking back in the days of Christ. Somebody was out there casting out devils in Jesus' name. It might have been someone that witnessed the miracles. It might have been someone that heard the teachings, but he wasn't walking with the twelve. You follow me, brothers and sisters? He was somewhere else, and he had learned, and he was going out, and he was doing it. He was a doer of the word, because the word is the Lord Jesus Christ. The enemy, there's only one way to cast devils out. Yeah, we interrogate to find out who all the demons are and who's the ruler and what the grounds are, so on and so forth. But the only way you can get an evil spirit out is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One of the things I learned from Pastor Worley's ministry, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. You hear Brother John saying that the other night over and over again, and he is so right. The enemy cannot cover their ears because the enemy sees us without the person's eyes open. We're dealing with spirits. We can't even comprehend what that realm is about. We know very little. We only know what the Lord Jesus Christ allows us to know. And we know from other brothers that have experienced what we go through that left behind when they went home with the Lord. They've left many good books, many good testimonies. And here's what the final thing was here in verse 50. And our Lord Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us. Remember what Jesus said. For he 
that is not against us is for us. So you know what? I had to refrain. There's easy things about brothers in the Lord that are in the deliverance ministries. You know, we all get rebuked by brothers here and there, but that's God's way of keeping us humble. And, you know, recently I had to sit there and and voice my opinion toward an older brother. And the only way you can rebuke an an elder or a, a pastor is to reason with them with the Word of God. And a humble man is teachable. And I pray that brothers in deliverance would understand that the star is Jesus and we all need to submit to being taught. And we need to be taught one way, and that's with the scriptures, through the word of God. And if you're if you're really sold out about Jesus, I pray that you read the scriptures that I was preaching here tonight. Go over it and ask God to deliver you from areas that you're not walking. But get with another brother and say, you know what? I need to straighten out some things in my life. Because I I have to do it here all the time with the brothers. It's nothing for me to get up in front of the fellowship and say, I apologize to you. I was wrong. That's the way it is. You know, you don't let that sin fester inside you. And I just praise you, Lord Jesus, that you gave me the time to praise you, to preach your word. And, Father, I ask everybody that's heard this message tonight, be blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And I want to do a sound check. You still here, Charlie? Pardon me, uh, Shannon? Oh, Charlie, can you still hear me? Yeah, no, I had to put an earpiece on tonight because okay. uh, I didn't know how this I want to just make sure the first time. I'm on Skype here. I want to make sure I'm not fragmenting. Uh, folks, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to open up the lines, and we're going to take in your call. We'll be back here uh, right after this break. In about five minutes. All right, and we're back. Let me get Trey back on the line. Trey, you back with me? Yeah, I'm with you, brother. Okay, let's go to our first order from Eric 404. 404, you're here with Charlie Castillo. Hello. Hello. Yes, hello there. Thank you for holding. Yes, um, good evening. How you doing, man of God? I just want to um, thank God for the both of you for... Um, having this and bringing forth powerful word of deliverance. And um, um, this is Rosalind. Um, I just need prayer uh, for me and my family. Um, there's been a lot of sickness, um, spirit of death and lack and um, a lot of things going on. I've just been praying for God for breaking, uh, delivering us from um, any generation curses. Mm-hmm. And I have um, three brothers um, that I've been believing in God to release from prison. Uh, what do you call that spirit when you have family members in prison? Well, that could be bondage, slavery, and murder, destruction. There's there's a lot of different spirits that end up putting someone behind bars. Okay. Now, okay. I, anybody that's in prison needs deliverance. Okay. Okay, now, because I just had a, a mother call me from uh, Alaska. And I got the information, and she says to me, Pastor Charlie, would you send my son out some Win Worldly material? And I said to her, I said, number one, sister, you know, he's got uh, well, he's got the Red Deliverance book, which a lot of Pastor Worldly stuff is in there, some of his stuff. 
So now we're going to arrange to send a whole bunch of material to the prison book room so that we could reach a lot of people that way up there in Alaska. But mm-hmm. I said to her, I said, when your, when your son gets out of jail, because he's got a drug problem, he needs to get somewhere with some brothers. We have a ministry on the West Coast in California, Pastor Monty takes care of, for the Lord. And he can just get to one of those ministries or get on the phone with someone and start getting some deliverance. Now, uh, Shannon has set something up at the uh, Omega Man radio that when you uh when we're done ministering with you that you can email him your name mm-hmm. your email your your address and we will follow up and we have brothers and sisters that our ministry here has been training now for the last year and mm-hmm. they will take the time one day a week or two days a week to do deliverance over the phone because we realize that there's brothers and sisters all over that need help and they can't get to these churches Mm-hmm. that God has been setting up. And mm-hmm. and our vision is to establish ministries that are doing deliverance in Jesus' name mm-hmm. and basically just following the Word of God, because that's all you have to do. If you follow God's mm-hmm. Word, He's the Deliverer, and He will shine His grace down upon anyone that's following the Word of God. you just got to believe in deliverance. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> as a, go ahead, Shannon. Oh, no, I was uh, I was saying amen to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Once again, I have a little trouble because I got this head, the earpiece in my ear right now. But, Sister, uh, what exactly is bothering you? Um, what's, what's bothering me? Um, um, it's a lot of things, but um, it's just I just believe in God for the. Uh, deliverance in my life and in my family life as well. Okay. So you really want prayers for your family and for you? And for for myself. Mm -hmm. And for yourself. Okay. Once again, I I did say to you on the phone a minute ago, I said, what is it that's really bothering you? Or perhaps you would like to have one of the ladies. My main thing is bothering me. Let's start with you. Tell us uh, what's tormenting you right now. Um, I miss my mom. She passed away, and financially, I'm struggling, and I've been looking for employment, and I'm just, I just feel stuck. I just feel stuck, and I'm just tired. I like this. Uh-huh. Okay. Shannon, you want to begin by... Amen. What's your name, sister? Sister? I'm Ma'am, what, what is your name? I'm Rosalind. Your name is Rosalind? Okay. Mm-hmm. Rosalind, okay. Rosalind, I, I apologize. We're trying to put a together program tonight, and I'm uh, on Sky Action, so uh, can you hear me okay this line? Yes, I can hear you, man of God. Yes, I Okay, okay. praise the Lord. Okay, great. Um, now, number one, I appreciate you calling tonight, Rosalind. Um, the Lord can uh, take care of any situation that you're going through right now. So what I'm hearing is uh, in one area, um, you're looking for a breakthrough in the area of finances. Do you feel like you might be under some kind of financial curse? Yes. Okay. Also, um, are you battling things like depression? you feeling any uh, suicidal thoughts from time to time? Um, sometimes, you know, when I've lost loved ones back-to-back last year, I was very depressed, but... I'm just, you just, you just, I just get tired of going around in circles. 
I, you know, I have a call in my life. I teach, but it's time for me to move forward. I just feel stuck. I'm tired of feeling like this. Well, what do you, you feel do? stagnated? What kind, work, what kind of work do you do? My my background is uh, customer service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Lord Jesus. And Father, we just feel, you feel a lot of sadness and despair, hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, I, you know, I stand in the world, I, you know, move forward. You know, I'm a very outgoing, friendly person. But it's like I, I just need to see a transformation in my life. You know, I don't understand why yeah. I'm going through what I'm going through. And it's been going, I've been. You feel like you've hit a brick wall, don't you? Yes, I've been you going through to... for a long time. And it seems like it's, it's like it's like me and my three brothers, we don't, and, and I, we don't really want to struggle in the most. You understand? Um, nobody's yes. really going through what we're going through. I'm not saying they don't have challenges, but it, I can see what's, what's going on in my family. Rosalind, so we'll know how to pray a little bit better. Let me just ask a couple questions about your background. Uh, were you or any of your family involved in any of the occult or witchcraft? Um, Maybe uh, tarot cards, being fortune tellers. I, you know, I Ouija went, board. Yeah before, yeah, before I got saved, I went to a spiritualist and I um, repented. I renounced. You know, I repented. I re- renounced. This is before I got saved. And once Sorry. I got, you know, accepted Jesus Christ, and, you know, um, they said to, to repent, which I have renounced. You know, I don't deal, never, I went back to them. But I, I just don't understand why I'm, I've been going around in circles like this. Okay, when you well, say uh, spiritualists, would um, would they do like boxes uh, and summon spirits? No, reading, you know, reading the cards and stuff like that. When she she committed sorcery, fortune telling, divination. Okay. It's under a curse. It doesn't matter if she did okay. it ignorantly or knowingly. She's still cursed, and and when you do those kind of things, you suffer for it because. God's word will not return void. So, sister, you've got some demons in you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been you, through you, deliverance. Amen. Okay, you've been through deliverance. Have they manifested? Mm-hmm. Have they spoken? No, more like when I've gone through deliverance, more like been throwing up. You know, you throw up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they can okay, but uh, we'll, we'll cut it tonight too. Um, what about any area of sexual sin? Were you promiscuous? Um, no, in your life I, that's before? Not, I, I didn't. That's not. That's not an area issue. Okay, with. you just dabbled with the occult. Yeah. Uh, sis, one more question for you here. Are you married? No. Okay. Divorced? No. Okay, you've never been married. Okay. No. Very good. Praise God. What about uh, any of uh, drugs or alcohol use? No, no, I never experienced that. Amen. Take it any kind of like maybe psychotropic drugs for depression? No, no, no. Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm-mm. You sidestepped a lot of the traps that people fall into. So just wanted to know how to pray. We don't know you, but uh, that helps us just a little bit. Better how to pray. With prayers. Amen. And you know, uh, folks listening in out there, as Pastor Charlie said, you know, unless you're willing to be brutally honest, 
then uh, you will get the delivery that you're looking for. So appreciate this sister on the program and on us tonight. And uh, if you need help out there, folks, you know, God already knows your situation, what you're coming out of. So um, the more honest you are going into it, the better results you're going to get. So praise the Lord the sister tonight and be in prayer as we pray. Pastor Charlie, you want to start? Yeah, we'll start. And I want to let all the listeners know that you can be part of this prayer, too. You know, but we're praying, agree with us. Uh, some of you can read scripture. You know, you read it quietly. Some of you can pray in your heavenly prayer language. Because, see, the more people praying, the faster the enemy runs. Anyway, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind the powers and principalities in the air above. We bind Satan, all his cohorts. We we ask you to bind the strong man and our sister Rosalind, myself, and Shannon. And, Father, we ask you to lose sufficient legions of angels to go in and do battle for Rosalind right now. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind... Uh, what state are you in, Rosalind? I'm in Maryland. Okay, we bind the strong man over... Maryland, Costa Rica, and New Jersey, in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to loose angels to go to war for Rosalind right now. Father, we bind occult mind control right now, in Jesus' name. We also bind mind control, and we cut and sever the lines between the two of them. And Father, I pray and ask you, Jesus became a curse when he hung on the tree and we go against the curse of eating of the ground in sorrow to come out of her right now in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go. In Jesus' name. The curse of thorns and thistles coming against her, not allowing her to prosper. That spirit of poverty, we break your power right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We loose an excellent spirit into our sister to do battle right now in the employment areas of her life. We bind that poverty spirit up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to send an angels to attack occult spirits. Father, in Jesus' name. Spiritualism, come out of her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let her go. You wicked, evil spirit, come out of my sister Rosalind right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Move. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Let her go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come out of her. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of God says, I suffer not a witch to live. Father, we break the ungodly soul tie between the spiritualist and Rosalind right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's go. Looser. Looser. All that depression, all that worry. Come out of her in Jesus' name. Let her go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Let her go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go. Manifesting go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Loose her. Father, we break the curse on my basket and my store over her right now in Jesus' name. The curse of when coming in and when going out. We break that curse. We break the curse of vexation. We rebuke anything that's set against her hands to do. We rebuke every curse that came against her 
for her life to be destroyed. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Let her go. Come out of her right now. And then to Jesus. Come on, demon. Come on. Demon, what's your name? All spirits of madness and blindness, come out of her in Jesus' name. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. What's your assignment, unclean spirit? What are you doing to our sister? What are you doing to her family? What is your assignment? Let her go. What's your legal ground? The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke Answer, you. Answer, Charlie. We're not talking to Sir. you, Roz. We're talking to the foul spirit right now. You com- command you to Unclean come up right now. Unclean spirit that's causing all this discouragement and despair in her life. Come out of her mind. Let's go. All that sorrow, all that depression, you come out of her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of her. We're speaking to you, witchcraft. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let her go. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of our sister. What is your legal ground? Answer the question. What's your legal ground, demon? Come to you, spirit. Be weakened in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. What's your legal ground? Come out of her in Jesus' name. Come out of her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are Man, seated in the third heaven as a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy. By no means nothing shall harm Rosalind. We lose blessings upon her right now. We lose the favor of God upon her right now. Father, we ask you to Send out warring angels and tear down all the armor that the poverty spirit that has stopped her finances, stopped her employment. Take that spirit away by function, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, your word says, ask and we shall receive, seek and we shall find, knock and the door shall be opened unto us. Let her go, demon. It is written. Come out of her right now. Let her go. Manifest and go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest and go. Rebellion, come out of her. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Come out of her right now in Jesus' name. Rebelling against God's word. Come out of her. Let's go, Lucer. She's a child of the king. Her name is written in the Lamb's book. Now you come out of her in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise Lord you, Jesus. Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Loose her in Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. We're asking that you would loose angels to go down right now. Attack the angels of God. Surround. 
the sister right now and start sorting these spirits in Jesus' name. Attack these foul spirits and angels of God. I agree. God, we're asking that you would press your finger down on this spirit that you want to come up and out tonight. And James, we're talking to you right now. You are our prisoners of war. I'm giving you a assignment. I'm reprogramming and you attack the strong man and start throwing him out. Civil war right now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. I pour blood of Jesus down your throat, foul spirits, and I command you to manifest and come out. One of those in charge. What's your name, demon? Depression, come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll have the angels go in with blood and just pour the blood from the tips of her toes to the crown of her head. Wash her clean in your precious blood, Lord Jesus. Bitterness and other gifts come out right now in the name of Jesus. We lose hope, peace. We break the power of despair over her mind right now, Father. Your word says that I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Lord Jesus, it is written. Come out of her. Let's go. You lose. We win. It is written. Let her go. Let her go. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Occult mind control. We're talking to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What grounds do you have in this sister? Answer the question. Answer Father, demon. Send in angels with swords dipped in the blood of Jesus and start stabbing this evil spirit that's tormenting her. Cold mind binders. We ask this in Jesus' name. In control. Come out. Let's go, demon. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. All the mind control family, religious mind control, octopus, come out right now in Jesus' name. Lord. Loose her mind and let her down. Come on, move. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Come out of my sister. You come out of her in Jesus' name. What's her human spirit right now in Jesus' name? Robin, how are you feeling right now? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. How are you doing? I don't know. I just feel like tired and weak. Tired and weak. Well, we lose power, might, and strength into you right now in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, where, uh, Rosalind, what we're going to do tonight, because, you know, because we're on the radio, mm-hmm. and I've been I've been in the ministry for many years, and all the other brothers that preach and teach on the radio, we all know that sometimes we just got to keep coming back and attacking and to never be discouraged with this kind of ministry, because we're not there live and in color and we're we're doing it over the phone, and we know it works because there's many testimonies, and every night somebody's getting some deliverance. Sometimes there's some blockage somewhere. We really don't know you that well yet. We have renunciation prayers that we're going to get a team to follow up on you. Because okay. I'm, in, I'm in New Jersey, and believe it or not, people come here from Maryland for deliverance. But we, we're going to get someone that's going to pray with you on the phone. They're going to lead you in renunciation prayers. And okay. we're going to keep attacking until you get freedom. So okay. at this point, we're going to bind it up. And, and Shannon will bind it up. And then you can email them. Within 48 hours, you will receive a phone call. In your email, just let them know what's a good time to reach you. And I'll see about getting a sister on the phone with you, too. 
Okay. And and we'll do some renunciation prayers over the phone. Because sometimes we, we need to take some ground away from the okay. enemy. And no unfortunately, you know, you can understand. We're not, yeah, we don't understand. give up, I'll tell you that. We never okay. give up. Sometimes, what, sometimes we pray with people for a year or two. What part of New Jersey you're in? I'm near uh, eastern Pennsylvania. I'm five miles uh, west of Easton. I'm an hour from New York City. You, okay, you, are you on a path train like that goes to Journal Square in Newark? Oh, there's a, yeah, well, if you got on a path, I could... We can do all this off the radio time. Okay, wanna, no That's why I want you to do that. Shannon, find okay. it up. Give her your information, please. Absolutely. Um, Rosalyn, you want to email me at uh, omegamanradio.com. Okay. Again, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go on your private chat and, and put in the information in your private chat. Yes. Well, what do you, if you email me, that way I won't lose it. I'll see your name, okay. address, and phone number. Okay. And uh, we're going to pack it out, and then someone's going to call you in about 48 hours. But, okay. um, and I'm going to pass this on just as soon as you send it to me tonight. Let's pray right now. Uh, Father God, I did this break and cut off his vexes, curses, and spells yes. off of Rosalind. All witchcraft sin against her. All prayers, all bewitchments, any effigies. Just send it, I cut it off, and I send it back to the demonic sender. Demonic sender sevenfold in Jesus' name. And I break and cut godly soul ties, attach Baha's and others. And I just go ahead and I bind your strong and all foulets inside, and I put them in individual boxes. I fill them up with the blood of Jesus, and I ask God that you loose the angels to come to God 24 hours a day to these demons. And I cut off all the between the foul spirits and anything that's out I forbid you demons to communicate with another and remain bound and gagged. So you manifest and come up and you're not going to hurt her in Jesus' yes, name. And I just ask God that you loose warrior angels to surround Rosalind and her family. I cover her with the blood of Jesus. I loose minister angels to her. And I ask God that you loose ministering spirit for her and her finances in Jesus' name. And we pray around her in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you. If they, uh, to call in tonight, uh, we have open lines. To talk with Omega Man, dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. You know, that announcer can stay with me. <laughs> Let's go what? to our next caller. We're going to go to some two area code. Six one two, you're on the air with Joe Costello. Oh, Omega Man. Hey there. This is Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah, Minnesota Joe here. Listen, uh, uh, Thursday, Mom almost passed, man. She had so much phlegm, and uh, I, I think she started. She sh- almost uh, she she was choking, mm-hmm. and uh, I was almost freaked out. And then I uh, called a pastor in Wisconsin. And he prayed the prayer of faith, and she spit the stuff out. Amen. And recovered that evening. So uh, yesterday I was standing by her, praying for her, and uh, seemed as Lord. So the Lord was was maybe just allowed me to sense the heat going through my hands. Amen. So I'm just going to stand in prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate tonight's program. Uh, 
especially the both were good, but I like the last part here, Brother Costello's, with respect to we need to believe and we need to follow exactly what Jesus said. Amen. I'm glad your your mom's doing better. Yes, well, let's praise the Lord. You know, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I believe that. Uh, I'm believing that what I need to do is fast. Amen. Yes. You know, Brother Joe, I have I didn't even get to part of the message, but I'm going to do a, I'll do a message maybe next week on the fasting end and bring up all the material that will really encourage people to fast because fasting does do a lot in the spiritual realm. That's why it's yes. all over the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. Even the home that I'm living in today, I didn't have a place to move to many years ago, and I did yes. a 10-day fast, and God miraculously opened a door, and he gets the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes. So I just want to just stand in agreement that uh, uh, believing that what the Lord says in his word is true, that he has that he does not lie, and yes. that mom is healed by the stripes of Christ. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray this prayer. Father, we ask for an extension on her life, that she could be a testimony for you, Father God, and that through my brother Joe, her son, through prayer and fasting, Father, you will perform a miracle, and that yes. miracle will set my brother on fire for you, Lord Jesus, to be your servant like the rest of us. Father, Amen. we have that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor. Uh, brother, if you send uh, Shannon your email, I'll send you a little... I got a nice little booklet. I just ordered 20 more of them from the printer on fasting, and it'll really increase your faith. Okay, I did send uh, uh, Shannon... Uh, okay, uh, as long as you've got your address, we'll we'll flip you one of those booklets this week. Coming in the mail as soon as the printer is out. Right now, even as as you know, I just I'm feeling the heat coming on me right now. Wow! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus, for your anointing. Praise Jesus! Listen, listen, brother, we serve a mighty God, okay? And people can't look at anything God does because He's not restricted. God is the God of the living, and He created everything. And when you really walk in that kind of faith, he will just, he will just like, one of the things many years ago I preached at Businessmen Full Gospels was believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will see his glory. Amen. And that's the faith we need to have. And we come Amen. in agreement as brothers in Christ, and we bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, just use him. Put a fire on him that's unquenchable, Father. We pray that in Jesus' name. You know, look forward someday to meeting you. Maybe you'll, uh, what part of the country are you in? Uh, the Twin Cities, uh, Minnesota. Okay, you should get down to one of the conferences maybe. It's close enough for you to jump on a plane and go from Minneapolis to Hagwish. Well, you know, at BC. Uh, there goes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We'll, play, we'll pray that God will make a way for you and we'll be in touch. But meanwhile, right. he's got the information. God bless you. Good night and keep praying for us. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Joe, for your call. That was Joe from Minnesota. Sweet brother, man. Sweet brother. You know? Loves the Lord. You can see that. Man, if you tune in, we got Pastor Charles Costello on. Check out your contact information. Tell people about uh, your website. Oh, I'll just give them the website. 
www.theministryofsalvation.org. Once again, www.theministryofsalvation.org. We have a lot of good, uh, we've got some material, and of course we're linked to HBC, so you can get all Pastor Worley's material. Anyway, thank you. Amen. Well, um, we've got some more questions that are coming, and I'm going to just throw this one to you. Uh, one court person asked about the issue of people who are traumatized and um, schizophrenic. As a result, have multiple personalities. You know, there's this guy out there who teach that, uh, you, you know, you're dealing with a fragmented mind. They call them the altars, and you've got to go ahead and each, each personality back to Jesus Christ. My opinion is... Uh, what they're dealing with is an MPD is multiple demons. Well, this what, what's your opinion on that? What my thinking on it is, brother? We've had schizophrenics delivered here at our ministry, and it took the last schizophrenic that came to us. It took a couple of years, and a couple of the ruling spirits. I I literally fasted for the girl 21 days without food, and. We both cried when the demon came out. That's all I can say. The glory is God's. You know, schizophrenics, you can be delivered. And, and uh, Pigs in the Parlor, Frank Hammond wrote, for the deliverance minister, one of the sweetest gifts from God is to see a schizophrenic free. And as Pastor Worley sang in some of his songs, sermons, and I sing all the time around the house, and our music minister here sings, it'll be worth it all. So, you know, there's nothing like serving Jesus. I mean, there's no glory for us. We don't do anything. He does it through us. Sometimes we get pretty tired and pretty cranky after praying with someone for eight or ten hours straight. I could tell you that I've been in many battles with schizophrenics that sometimes went right until three, four o'clock in the morning, and I started early in the afternoon. So I'm just like an, uh, an old man that's just sitting here praying and praying. And I, sometimes I say to the Lord, come on, Father. Come on, it's your ministry. You know? And and Pastor Thier used to tell me how uh, Pastor Worley, and, and, and Michael was younger, he couldn't keep up with Pastor Worley because Pastor Worley would battle into the night. But you know what? Thank God for his grace and mercy. Thank God that he taught Pastor Worley that we don't have to pray all night long. I learned that years ago. You bind him up, and you see him in a couple of days, and you just keep attacking. And Amen. The Phrenix is, in Hammond's book, Pigs in the Parlor, Ida May got the uh, revelation from the Father, and she drew it on a hand. And I'm going to tell you, this is my witness, my testimony, how we got the demons out, my wife and me praying for a woman. We attacked every spirit that was on the fingers. We continued attacking them hours upon hours, week upon week. And, man, them demons were yelling and screaming at us, and they were cursing Ida May for putting it in a book. <laughs> you know, praise God for the brothers and sisters that are home with the Lord right now that had the capability to leave writings and teachings behind, you know. There's some really great books out there, and over the weeks I'm going to be quoting stuff out of a lot of books that I've read over the last 26 years, and I hope to be able to encourage a lot of the listen, 
listeners with the quotations from books from many people around the world that are in my own private library. And I just praise God that not getting far in high school, even though I, became, I got my GED, he made me read books and study. And you know what? To God be the glory. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, Charlie, uh, here's another uh, question many people ask. Uh, talk a little bit uh, about the fragmented soul. What is meant by a fragmented soul? How does that happen? Well, with a fragmented soul, it's a, it's a very uh, it's very easy to understand because uh, in the Bible, and I learned a more more actually from Pastor Worley's book about. You know, it brought my attention that we all have a soul and that when we're doing deliverance, we've learned that when people sleep with multiple partners, and uh, here, here's a great example. We had a husband and wife come, and, and the brother was going to a lot of big churches here in the New York area, and he couldn't get free, and he had crack demons. And it took a couple of years to finally get him to where he's not falling anymore, sort of like what Mike uh, Thier's testimony is all about. But my brother had a lot of soul ties with all the crack horse and all the women that he indulged with while he was under the influence. And it took it took over a year just to break those soul ties and get those fantasy lust spirits and everything that came with them. Because what happens is, say you're fornicating with a human being, your soul gets fragmented, and you get everything they've ever fragmented with, so it's just a whole bunch of soul ties. And the Word of God talks about it, and we have to use the angels of the Lord that are ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation, and ask the Father to send the angels out and restore all the pieces of their fragmented soul into their rightful place and that occurs when we're doing the renunciation prayers like I said earlier with that sister recently Rosalind that we need to spend some time one of the things we do here at this ministry is we use uh, Pastor Worley's mass deliverance renunciation prayer as a opening door to help all new people coming into the ministry we always sit them down and lead them in those prayers so we can start stirring the nest and getting them spirits up and going. The other thing that Pastor Worley put in his books on uh, people that are coming for deliverance, I want to mention, is that they should spend a day fasting before they come for prayer. And that's something that we really need to get out on the airways, too, because people that want to get free, if they're serious, God will free them. You know, there's, there's a yes. teaching we need to do on why deliverance sometimes fails, and those are different things that we can bring up on the radio. But the fragmented soul is spoken about in the Word of God, and it's real. Because the demons Amen. yell and scream about it. You know, yes, indeed. Uh, some are walking around like zombies because they've had uh, so much uh, sexual relations in their past, and it's what gets a piece of your soul. You know, well, I, was praying, one I was praying with a pastor recently, and... His wife left him for a woman 10 years ago. And we kicked homosexual and lesbian spirits out of him. And they had came into him through his wife. 
and it's because they're so, so you know, fragmented. Pardon me? She's uh, she's you know, been a fair, and then the demons still come up into him yes. because he's got the soul side with his wife. With his wife. The two become one. Yes. And, and, and they operate. And that's why uh, the evil spirits end up in the children and everything else because they come down in the family lines. It's not... It's not uh, an issue where sometimes we're praying with someone and the, the spirits, we command them out of the, 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 the people's children and everything else, and the demon starts screaming, we're not coming out of the daughter. We're not coming out of the daughter. Oh, yes, you are. And we get them to confess they've got to come out. And then you, we find out, we, especially young children today, we find out that they start sleeping better. They're not acting as bad. I mean... Uh, uh, to give you an illustration on the sins of the father, we have a two-year-old girl that was acting up one day with her mother. Her father went to the store, and the sister said to me, she said, Pastor, she said, I put my head covering on, and I started praying over my two-year-old, and the two-year-old told her to take the head covering off, and we know who that was. Oh, boy. You know, so don't think that even two years old that the enemy can't speak out of him because the enemy's there. He's real. A lot of oh, yeah. people today don't know how real the enemy is, and they run to doctors and they put these young kids on drugs, and all those young kids really need is deliverance. Amen. Now the door has been opened up for more and more demons. Let's go to our next call. I believe we've got uh, Daniel on the line on Skype. Hey, Daniel. Hey, man. How you doing? God bless you. Did you uh, in the room, Skype, click the chat? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I've got someone who finally tested it out. Because if you're out here somewhere in the world, Skype doesn't matter where you're at. Go to the chat room. There's a button up at the top. Click the chat. It'll bring you in for free. Skype to Skype. Welcome yeah, to the program. It was kind of a challenge, though, because that Skype button disappears, and you have to kind of look for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just learning Skype now. Shannon got me on it. Well, praise the Lord, Daniel. Uh, what can we do for you tonight? What's troubling you? Well, I was listening and I was reading a couple of things in chat, and I realized that sometimes, you know, it's not because we've done something, but the enemy tries to attach himself to you when you're in your sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm getting better at the prayers that I that I say. Um, I admit. It's not every day, cause, but I, at some point during the day, it may not be like right in the morning, but I will pray. And I, I see myself using the deliverance terminology, and I start naming specific things. And it's been gradual since I started listening to the show about three months ago or so. So I, I feel, I don't know if the Lord has called me to deliverance ministry, but I believe, regardless, I can pray without authority. Amen. And I know the enemy's trying to attack me in different ways because I've gotten some victory through a number of the different ministers that Shannon's had on. Amen. And I just can't say enough that none of this type of ministry exists in my area of Maryland. So it's either I have to go way south, way west, way north. You know, so this is the closest connection that I have to people that are really serious about the, you know, the forbidden aspects of the gospel as far as, you know, the real anointing. Well, we believe well, in the full gospel. Yes. Huh? I said we believe in the full gospel. Yeah, and, and that's funny. A lot of people say that too, but you can't see it. Well, you know, it, unfortunately, 
If you're you're talking to us right now, I'm going to share something. We say it at all our ministries. Once you walk into any one of us that's preaching this truth, and you see deliverance, deliverance manifests all the time amongst all of us, and people are getting free. As I speak, people are always getting free. Other brothers and sisters from our ministries are out there praying with people. And I'm talking about all the ministries and all the ministers that have been on the radio here. And the, the reality, brother, is God has called you. The devil knows you're talking to us. Yes, he does. So you, you might as well turn around and get in the army. Yeah. And start learning and fellowshipping. And I, I recommend you get to some of our ministries. I recommend that you start studying some of the material we have. And... You know, be in fellowship, get a hold of the, the protocol that we're putting out there right now. One of our our thoughts and visions from the Lord is that we're going to establish deliverance ministries for the Lord because he's doing this. We didn't call you. You're calling in because something inside you says, check this out. And that's the Holy Ghost. And, yeah. And when, I, don't, when I, just, I don't get it. God, I don't, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, God is preparing an army, and Shannon and me were talking about the other day uh, that... From city to city, it's going to begin to grow. Believers like yourself, like a, you're from Maryland, right? Yeah. Okay, you see that sister Rosalind? She's from Maryland. I know a brother that doesn't travel up here that much, but he came here and got a lot of deliverance. She's from Maryland. Okay? So when you, when you, when you start thinking about this, if there's three or four or five, but in six months there might be 20 in Maryland. We get those 20 brothers and sisters together somewhere once a month, and you got a ministry started. Amen. That's, you know, and that's, that's my hope, too, because we, we need... That's, that's, that's the prayers we're lifting up right now, Shannon and all of us, that it would go from state to state to state, and Shannon and me have already started talking yes. about getting a hotel conference room near each airport in the country and getting out there and starting to bring forth the material, demonstrate the power of God, it's not a. It, there's no show in this. Jesus is the star. And this, this is definitely not a show. This is because this is the. This is the path that people don't want to tread. This is definitely not a show. No, you know? there's no show when you got <laughs> demons trying to bite you and hit you and everything else out of the people. Yeah, and, I, I've been no. I've been attacked before, and I wasn't necessarily praying. I was reminding somebody who was possessed with a curse that I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. That I'm not afraid of that spirit, and that person. He tried to throw me out of the apartment one time, and I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not afraid of you. And so he hit me in the face, and all I did was start walking towards him, and he began to freak out. And I realized that there's something more to what's in me than I've ever been taught. And I've seen ministries fail. I've seen ministries lie, and I've seen people fake the anointing. And it's like, I've always kind of felt like I've just, I know there's no such thing as a lone wolf or a lone dog. Mm -hmm. in, the, in, in, the, in the body, but I've always just kind of felt like I just have not found the place where God really wants me to go. And I'm going to a church now, and I know mm -hmm. God does deliverance there, and, and it is a full gospel church, but they don't have people like you guys where they can name specific spirits and go deep in this stuff. So maybe God's got you there to bring the message in. I guess you know? so. I mean, I haven't prayed on it. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think one thing I need to do also is I need to get my mind out of a lot of different things that I used to study concerning what's going to happen. 
you know, I, I love Steve Quayle. I like to listen to Alex Jones. I like a number of other other sources that present true information, but sometimes you, you, you get wrapped up in it. You get wrapped up in all that stuff, and the only thing you need to yeah. get wrapped up, brother, is the Lord Jesus Christ. I know, because he, he'll magnify any of it if it really is true. I know. It's Jesus. He, he, he is everything, and when you realize it, that's when you'll come under the grace, and he will use you for any good work. Don't worry about what's going on out there. Just serve the Lord. God puts people in front of all of us all the time to minister to. Yeah. That's what an ambassador does. And what I want is I'm asking God to help me uh, actually physically connect with people that think like that, that think like that because well, I'm, I'm I have to, I have to, I don't don't mind me. I'm you know I've been up all day and it's getting late into the night now. It's ten thirty, but <laughs> I want to share this with you. We we open the lines to pray. We discuss. We talk. It's a talk show. Yeah. And I encourage you. You're in Maryland. Even if you get up here once a month, come and visit and come and get some deliverance and look at the library here and pick up some books, you know. And we have a lot of different material, you know. I have We, we handle Pastor Worley's material through uh, Pastor Thier. And, but we have a lot of stuff here that we've produced over the years before I ever really got into uh, knowing some of the other ministries with a lot of truth in them. And, you know, I, I really look at a lot of the books. I wouldn't hand a book out to someone unless I read it. And uh, you know, I've made that mistake years ago. And my wife, she's an avid reader, and if she sees something that ain't right, it's in the garbage. Yeah, and, and the thing uh, is, I'm also in the process of, um, you know, I'm, there's a special woman in my life that I believe the Lord has sent to me, and she's been having dreams envision concerning deliverance type stuff and standing up into crowds of people that are demon possessed like you know groups of Muslims chasing her yeah. other kinds I, of people and she's having recently the Lord allowed me I'm going to share this with you and then we're going to we're going to, we're going to have to move on but recently yeah. we casted we had a woman here we casted the spirit of Allah out of her we, we casted Islam out of her jihad out of her but the hardest demon to get out was the spirit of Allah. And yeah. that thing battled back and was giving me so much trash. And finally I said to that demon, the word of God says when two or more gather, he's in the midst of us. I said, now you're going to bow to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the demon, the demon said, I don't want to bow. I don't, I'm not going to bow. I said, you're going to bow. Angels, make them bow. And not only did he bow... We made him confess that he was defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ and he had to come out of that woman. And I'm going to tell you something. That woman joined this ministry and she is on fire right now. Oh, yeah. The, the woman I'm talking about, she's on fire for the Lord, too. The Lord's been, he's been teaching her that she needs to start accepting the call in her life and act and, to, and start running with it. Because I believe she has a strong gift for evangelism but also some other things. And she's slowly warming up to it. So we pray. You know, we were supposed to pray tonight, but I think she fell asleep, so I have time to come on here and, and you know, pray with you guys, because I need that. I need this kind of prayer. What, what kind of prayer would you like? Because, like I said, we have probably a couple more people sitting there on the yeah. lines right now. Well, I guess basically I need a, a prayer against any kind of disagreement um, and um, a prayer of faith to believe that God willing is walking with me. And mm -hmm. 
uh, the prayer is the other perseverance so that if it actually comes to the point where I do exploit, I don't have any fear about it. And just finally, you know, if God, if there are any spirits still resting in me, I believe that I would ask the Lord that He would start bringing them out of me tonight, even if He doesn't finish. The Lord's will, have, you know. Amen. Well, it's the Lord's will oh. that you are to get free. And and yeah. uh Shannon, you with me, brother? Absolutely. Okay, because I'm not hearing that well. I got this. I, I'm I'm working off my one of my cell phones with one of them uh, Bluetooths in my ear. And I'm getting a lot of breakage right now. So could you lead in prayer, and I'm going to agree with you? Amen. Absolutely. Uh, Father God, with Daniel right now, me and Charlie, I'm in agreement. This is yes. where two or three are gathered for this, Lord Jesus. So, Daniel, right now, we just agree you, Jesus, and I bind the strong man inside of you. And I'm in the spirit operating you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We may have your spirits. Just start manifesting, coming up and out. And you come out. You're going Let's to go, go. where it's I'll talk to the strong man. Who's in charge right there? He bind you, come you to loose him. It's coming up right now. Father God, loose oh, fear. Warrior. Let's go. Fear. Come out of him right now. Fear of having no faith. Come on, move. Lord Jesus Christ, we're God, Chad. All fear, we bind you. All death and unbelief. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We just lay all hexes and vexes and curses and spells on Daniel. Any witchcraft sin against us, we break it off of him and back to the demonic sender in Jesus' name. Are you being attacked at all at night? Sometimes. Honestly, Shannon, you know, one man to another, I, the, the young, the woman that I believe in God for, um, I really do love her. And I just had to fight the typical manly passion. So that's one thing. But I also do believe in Asmodeus, Osmodeus, the just, and, and, you know, the incubus by spirit. Oh, wait a minute. Are you masturbating? No. Good. No, I, you're I, doing I, good. I, I, overcame, I overcame some of that in the past, like, six months or so. But it, it's, a battle. Uh, it's a battle, but I'm winning. <laughs> Amen. Well, the, the the word God is true. It says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Yeah, I just have to fight those typical urges. And, you know, it's one day at a time, but I'm getting, it's, it's getting easier. <laughs> here, I'm going to give you a key to the kingdom here. We all know in deliverance. Ready? Yeah. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Yeah. Whenever that thought starts, start rebuking it, and you'll see... It'll the, the attacks will lessen and lessen and lessen if you take the authority that you have as a believer. Amen. And you'll put a smile on your face. You'll say, Father, it works. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord. And so we're just talking right now to any tormenting spirits inside of Daniel. You know who you are. We command you to manifest and come up now. Command you to loose our brother right now in the Lord okay. Jesus Christ's name. Come on. Specific, something specific, Shannon. I remember a person praying you prayed with, and they said that something would manifest on their face and, and contort their face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me, just listening to prayers and lifting my hands, and something would contort my face. Okay. Now and listen I, to me good. I understand what you're saying right now. You got Skype, right? Yeah. Okay. I got Skype now. So we could see each other when we're praying. Amen. And boy, I get excited when I see the demons start contorting. 
And okay. that's why sometimes we got to pray off the air. So, and, and in person, sometimes deliverance is very powerful in person. And the Lord had put it on my heart with Shannon that we're going to be doing a lot of deliverance on Skype. Amen. You know, because we'll be able to see the actual physical portions of people when the enemy is rising up. See, with a phone ministry, unless we have a good hearing sense, it takes a while and you get the enemy up. And, and, you know, as you know, some nights they're talking to us on the phone. But just because they don't talk don't, don't mean anything. Oh, yeah. I've stayed with people a long time, and then all of a sudden, something starts cursing me out. I've been on Skype with Shannon once or twice, way past two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Amen. And your faith is growing. I see that just by the way you're talking, and that's what it's all about. Having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuking the devil, and he has to flee. You know, you can do a lot of self-deliverance. But it's when you're being overpowered by the enemy, you just got to get with another brother and say, hey, man, I need prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what this radio uh, broadcast is about is teaching brothers and sisters they don't have to be tormented, they don't have to walk in bondage, that God has a way out. He doesn't leave us without a way. Jesus is the way. And, and when two or more gather, he's in the midst. So you only need two people to really do deliverance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I that. And unfortunately tonight, I don't have a good phone connection. i got to do something here. I'm going to buy another phone just for this ministry. Amen. <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm going to do, Shannon? Truth? I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to have a Sky, the Skype. I'll have a Skype, you know. I'll call in. from. A, I'll put the United States on the Skype, and I'll just use my headset. Because I'm always clear on the Skype. Well, on the other phone, I'm just not too clear tonight. I'm getting a lot of, you know, crackling and breaking in my ear, and I'm afraid. That's what to... you to do is uh, you need either a uh, landline tray, or backup would be uh, a Skype connection if you've got a good internet connection. Uh, you know, I have a good internet connection. I mean, you've been praying on that since last you can, week. You uh, can basically, you know, call out on Skype into that switchboard number. Mm-hmm. Uh, or mine is powerful. If you step to me, and then I can patch you in. But uh, definitely, you step right to the switchboard. That'd be fine. We'll figure it out. I mean, I'm not worried about that. This is all new for me. You know that. It's just yeah. fun to be able to fellowship with people all over the world, and and especially here in this country, brothers and sisters that can't get to the fellowships. Amen. So. Amen. Uh, Daniel, now you said when you've been praying, something starts to control on your face. Yeah. I, I, let's go, let's go after that. I thought it was the Lord touching me, but it's not. It's it's not. I don't know what it is, but Daniel, I'm tired Yes. Daniel, let's go after that. We don't need to know. We know what it's yes. doing. Let's go after it by function. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask you to send in angels right now. Bind that strong man up tight in our brother. We ask you to send the angels in to loot this kingdom. And we're commanding that spirit by function that's contorting his face in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to manifest and come up in Jesus' name. Move. 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 You unclean spirit, we're commanding you to identify yourself. What's your name and what's your function? I'm talking to you from my position in the third heaven as a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. We have authority over you. 
We bind Satan. We bind all his cohorts. We bind the powers and principalities in the air above. We shut down all your communication lines right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What's your name? What's your function? Satan, I command you to speak if you're here. I'm not going to use my body. We can you manifest and come up right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's go. Loose him, loose him, loose him in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Come out of him. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Unclean spirit, we're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest. Manifest. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Come out of our brother. I heard three times the word masturbation. Demon, you're a coward. You speak to us. You don't speak to him. You wicked spirit. Masturbation, we bind you. Come out of him in the name of Jesus Christ. What shame masturbation? Filthy dreams. Come out of him right now. Come out of him right now. Filthy dreams. Sexual fantasy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Principal Come on, let him get Come out of his penis. Come out of his genitals. Come on, move. The Lord Jesus, come out of his fingers. Come on, move. Lord Jesus Christ, come out of the pit of his stomach, you foul, unclean spirit. We break the power of Nephilim over him, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him go. Perversion, come out of him. Sexual perversion, come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him right now. Loose him right now. Up, up, and out. Let's go. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Demon, we should start with command. Come out of the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, demon. How do you, how do you like being attacked? You thought you were going to get away light tonight. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Let's go, masturbation. Make that beautiful confession. Make music to our ears. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. I, masturbation, am defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ. That's your coming out song, demon. We can come out. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Masturbation, we're talking to you. We command you to manifest right now. Sam, coming out in Jesus. Let's go. You're defeated. We bind you. Father, send angels in and tighten those chains. Father, we pray that you would send fire burning and brimstone upon the enemy's head, burning coals. Heap burning coals on him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Torment him, angels. Torment them the way he's been tormenting our brother Daniel, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's go. Lust of the eyes. Come out of his eyes. Let's go. Let's go. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Come out of him right now. Fantasy, come out. We cut all ungodly soul ties between Daniel and anyone he's conjured in his mind. Come out of him right now, Jesus. Loose him and let him go. Yes. Loose him and let him go. Don't speak, brother. Just breathe. Just use your mind. You agree in your mind with us. The battlefield is in the mind right now. Let's go. Loose him. Loose him. Loose him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest and go. Father, send in angels. Put hooks in his jaws. Pull him up. Send them to where Jesus Christ would send them, Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. Come on, move. Let him go. Let him go. 
We're still talking to you. That that unclean spirit that contorts his face manifest in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What's your function, demon? We're commanding you to speak. What's your function? Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. What's your function? Answer him, demon. Angels of God, go on there and pull back that mask and demand you what it is in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him right now. You ain't got no power. You're afraid to even open his mouth and talk. I Lord hear. Jesus Christ. What? I, I hear the function. I know it. <laughs> it's, it's, to, it's to regain access into other areas through that doorway. I had bondages of pharmacia, ADHD. I had insecurities. I had deep depression. Deep this, depression. So you were on pharma, pharmacia too? Ever since I was four, I got. I, I made. Oh. The, I made the decision in my young twenties to get off of it, much to the anger okay. of most hey. people around me. <laughs> brother, brother, then you have a lot more going on than just yeah. masturbation. We've had prayer for this before. I don't know if it's done, though. Okay. Can, can, I, can I share? Because we're going to be off to a tantrum here. Is there other people on the lines waiting to talk to us? We've got uh, another call waiting. Uh, okay. So, why, Daniel, you're, you're in Maryland. You're close enough to make a trip and come and visit for a few hours and have a half a dozen brothers around you praying for you. I could do that. Amen. And, and, and you know, because... When you when you got pharmacia issues in your in your life, yeah, and you've had you were taking drugs since you're four, and they got some claws on you in a lot of different areas, and that's going to take a little time, a little fasting, and some prayer, yeah. and and you know I'm I'm speaking from experience, you know none of, not one of us has been in deliverance where we got fixed and a band aid went on us in one day, yeah, or two days or three days, and and. You know, I ministered to a lot of brothers and sisters, and some of them have been coming here now for a couple of years. And they are really starting to get free, but it's taken some time. And, you know, I've had people come here that have been on Pharmacia for many, 20 years, and they're free now. But, it, you know, they had to come. You know, we, we, can, we can do certain things more. The other end of it is, brother, is we can do phone ministry off the radio, and that's why you need to give them your email address and everything else, contact number. And we'll reach out to you. Okay. You know. Absolutely. So what so, I want you to do is uh, email me, Daniel, with your uh, phone number, address, contact it, best contact time, and um, I'm going to pass it over to Pastor Cadillo, and they're going to send out a packet to you. And, uh, man, just like you said, up there with them in person, you're just that far in terms of driving distance. And they can minister to to you for me a gateway. Amen. Yeah, because we'll 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 I'll have at least three brothers fasting for you. We'll specifically do a corporate fast. You'll fast before you come, and I guarantee the Lord's going to do something for you. Amen. That's the way it is, you know. The word of God does not return void. We have to attack Satan's kingdom. You know, and I, I, I say that with love and sincerity because, you, you know, there's there's nothing for anybody. You know, that's the love of God when we lay down our lives for another brother. 
I agree. We're going to move Daniel with so We're just going to cage these things up, man. Go ahead. So, Father God, in agreement with Daniel and Pastor Gazzola, we bind cage all the foul spirits and individual cages in Jesus' name. In the blood of Jesus. We ask God you loose angels to come down and print these foul spirits day and night with the word of God. Yes, Lord. You foul spirit are going to remain down and in the name of Jesus. You're not going to torment him. Again, we cover him with the blood of Jesus and ask God that you put a head protect on him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Email me at uh, megamanadiyah.com. I'm already Daniel, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. God bless you guys. Yeah, no, well, you know, I'll make sure we get people praying with you this week. You'll see. Okay, maybe maybe I can get up there next weekend or something. God willing, but, you know, like I said, we'll begin with praying with you so you don't have to drive the distance, you know. I don't, I, I, I don't mind it. I, I like road trips. <laughs> okay, well, then you'll meet, you'll, meet, you'll meet a lot of like-minded people here because everybody here has got a testimony. Amen. Okay. Anyway, God, God bless you, Bill. God bless you too, guys. Thank you. If we prayer tonight, uh, we have about ten more minutes remaining before the uh, the main opportunity to call and get on Twitch board closes down. Now, um, I'm going to continue about an hour. Costello's got about another ten minutes with us. But uh, if you uh, call nine one seven, yes, sir. I'm going to stay with you, but what I think I'm going to do is go down to the book room and get on a landline phone. Okay, here's what I'm going to drop you and just call back on a landline, Charlie. Well, I'm going to, when, when everything, I'm going to get the landline, call in, I'll be on line, but I'll stay with you here, and then switch okay. to the other phone when you can pick me up. Okay, sounds good. We'll go to the next call right now. Oh, you're on the air. How can we help you? Thanks for holding. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Costello. Yes. Who Who is praying for? You guys have been doing such a great job of praying for all these uh, these getting the demons out of these people. But who's praying for you? Who's praying for me? Who's Who's protecting you from the? I have a lot of brothers praying for me here. Now, like, what makes you think that that's actually going to protect you from Satan? The word says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Brother, are you, uh, you into witchcraft yourself? No, no witchcraft. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. No, I discern that you're either you're into paganism or Satanism. What are you all now? No, I, I, I'm not actually. I just I just would like to know who is protect you. You're you're fighting all these demons, and you know, right. but who is who's fighting the demons out of you? What do you mean the demons out of me? You mean demons that I have. Well, brother, you're uh, uh, listen. I'm going to turn off your uh, your recorder in the background. We're going to ask questions. If you're civilized, but before we do, right now I take authority of your house spirit inside of you, and I bind your strong men, and I bind your house spirits, and I command them to start manifesting right now and coming up with you in the Jesus Christ. In the Lord Jesus' name, let's go. The Lord, and well, you know, you can speak the words; don't mean anything. It don't mean I, I'm anything not, to you. I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm. Tr- I'm not trying 
to undermine you or anything. You're on a radio show. I was propelled to turn it on. I'm listening to you speak about Satan and the demons and Jesus. Well, you know what? We're only speaking the truth, brother. Now, you're going to listen a minute. I'm going to talk to you. You're on a radio show. Uh, you can have our numbers. You can have my website. You can go to it. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you want to talk, why don't you come face-to-face with me, and we'll reason together. And then maybe, uh, maybe God will show you his glory. Because I know his I don't glory. Fear the devil. I don't fear the I, devil. Listen. I've been in battles many times. So how, how, you do you been... feel... Go ahead. how do you feel about Judas? How do I feel about Judas? How do you feel that's your... about Well, I don't know. That's your middle name, isn't it? No. That's well, not your re- middle name, Charles? I, re- I rebuked you on the not name my of middle Jesus name. Christ. No. I rebuked you. You really think that speaking in tongue stuff is going to affect me? Brother, let me say something to you. What I just started is going to manifest in you throughout this week. Father God, I ask to lose fear on this brother and show him your power. Father is not going to help you. Jesus Christ is not going to help you. Let me tell you what I do, brother. You want to what try to cast your project against me? Your sword. Shannon, curses Jesus you send, Christ rebuke you. Any curses you Jesus, send against me? Jesus Christ rebuke you. Back to you. Them, Jesus brother, Christ I rebuke, rebuke both of you. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you have a question? Or Listen. what is your reason for calling wait, me? Wait, Well, no, nothing is happening. Nothing's happening here either. You're not rebuking us. No, I'm not. But I'm saying nothing is happening. Your words aren't hey, well, doing anything. The words don't have to do anything. Let me let me just share. Are you a believer? Do I believe in Jesus Christ and the Bible? Is that or am I a? You believe, are you, saying, are you a believer? Are you saved by the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, Answer I guess uh, tra- traditionally, traditionally, yes, I have been. But but do I believe, believe that what you Jesus got? Do I believe your Lord and Savior? Do you believe um, Jesus Christ is no, your Lord and Savior? No, I, I I did at one point, but not anymore. No. Okay, so you you got issues with the Lord? No, no, no I don't. What I'm saying is. You guys are talking about and and listen. You feel free to hang up on me if you feel like I'm out of line. I'm not hang trying up to be disrespectful. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to hang up but, on you. This but is I good. mean, yeah. okay. Cause, but you know what I do want you to know is you guys are talking about lesbian spirits and all. I mean, like that stuff is out there. I mean, you guys are talking about. Are you, some, I mean, are you homosexual? Let me ask you straight up. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. Not okay. even close. At all, the Bible says that homosexuals shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. But you know what? I I don't. You know, honestly, the Bible. You, you guys are talking about a book. You guys are talking about a book. You don't believe it's the word of God? That's obvious. Well, you know what? It's been translated so many freaking times and interpreted. I mean, like you guys. Have are, you ever have you ever been to a fellowship where they're actually casting demons out of people? Charles Jude, of course I have. You used to work for me. I used to work for you. Sir, I'm going to ask again. You don't believe that God is big enough to preserve the word? Whether you, know, you choose to, to believe it is up to you. The creator of the universe is big enough to preserve his word, which is in the King James Bible. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, King James. You're talking about King James. Brother, he... he no one, he didn't have to be a 
wasn't a commission that worked. The people he hired to do it went out and took original text, and it stood the test of time for over 400 years now. If you're reading out of another text, something like the NIV or the New King Ames or these other Illuminati versions, okay, now those open to error, and people are systematically going to the Word of God. Uh, don't take my word on it. Go go YouTube and look Gil Ripplinger and the Ripplinger Report. I don't know. I mean, I, I really think the, I'm the trying to say this. Is the true Word of God now? Hello? Hello? Hang on, we're uh, we're going off the the, uh, the blog talk chat, but this will continue. Yeah, we're going to continue. This is Charlie. Uh, Charlie, you know you've done so many things that you're not telling people about here. You're not being well, honest. Uh, I think I'm not being uh, honest. First of all, yeah, I researched it. Charlie, Charlie my past, I had my. Hang Hello. on to the online because we're going to continue past this announcer. Um, and if you need prayer, you want to call on now because the switch will not be able to take you if you don't call 917-889-2745. Get in on the switchboard and we'll take your call if you would like a prayer. Have a question tonight. Charlie, uh, he had a, uh ulterior motive for calling in. So, you know, listen. Time is precious here tonight, folks, and here for prayer, that's what we're here for. If you've got a legitimate question about deliverance, call in. But it's truly making a point of, if you doubt the reality of deliverance, you didn't believe in Jesus. You can see it first. If you, if you doubt the Jesus, you're in some serious trouble. You know, I've had, I've, had I've had demons call the ministry here, you know, through people and and say to me, you made a deal in Vietnam with us. And, you know, I, I had to literally rebuke the demon that was calling in through the person. We had we had the, the, uh, the uh, caller on speakerphone here, and there had to be 20 witnesses. And the thing was really vile when it started speaking out of this poor human being. And it was addressing me. And you wasn't supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be working for us. So I've had a lot of calls like this. And that was pretty interesting because I was trying to figure out who this was. Because as I'm getting older, you know, I worked for quite a few companies years ago. And I'm trying to think who this man was I was working for. And I would love him to call me, you know, so we can reason together. Because obviously he said he read the Word of God. He doesn't believe the Bible. And he's someone we need to pray for. Well, you're because, you're absolutely correct. Pardon me? I said you're absolutely correct. And uh, doesn't matter. You know, the enemy is always going to try to discredit us and... You know what? The Bible's got one verse that we stand on, 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And none Amen. of us are perfect, and none of us were ever perfect. You know, I had to go before the Lord and ask God to forgive me many years ago for all the wrong I've done. And the Word of God says he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the devil will constantly throw people in your path to to try to discredit his word and that's just a move by the evil one and you know you can't you can't even stand on that 
you have to just stand on the Word of God. And I want to share that with everybody that was listening to what just happened over the airways, because that's that's the risk any brother takes to boldly get up and proclaim God's kingdom. Because people that don't believe in God are going to come against you and use everything in your past. And if that's what that's why we needed a savior to begin with. Amen. The Bible says we all fall short of the glory of God and we all sin. You know, and it doesn't matter what any human being or what a spirit says out of a person. The reality is the cross. Yes, Nobody can take away the cross from us if we believe in the Lord Jesus. Amen. It says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Look who Jesus Christ uh, called. He called people all walks of lives. He called sinners. Without sin, cast the first stone. We've all um, been called out of darkness to light, and when the Lord forgives you, he doesn't remember it anymore. Only the devil does, so... If Satan's trying to bring something back up to you that you've repented of, just listen to him. It's just the devil. Let's go to our next call. Caller, area code uh, 414. You're here. Stan. Okay. Hi, Shannon. Hi, hey, Pastor there, Charlie. Stay there. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to say thank you for your prayer. Um, uh, uh, when you were praying for that 22-year-old man the other day, other day, and you bound death, uh, and then you bound sex in me. Uh, sex seems to be the strong man in me, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I've been getting a lot of death deliverance, <laughs> which is great. Praise God! Yeah, yeah, it's just been coming out of me all the time. Apparently, I was um, if my discernment is right, uh, it came in. Sex came into me when I was molested as a child. And uh, uh, my uncle cursed me at 1.2 for death. And I think, uh, if I'm correct, it was when I got out of Demolay because they didn't accept black people in Demolay. And then a lot of the women that I was were that I were with uh, uh, had cursed me as well. So. Um, been breaking the curses and getting the deliverance. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, man. That's awesome, David. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, would you like prayer for a particular tonight? Um. Or are you just calling in to share that you, you got some deliverance? Praise yeah, God. Yeah, I was calling in to share. Uh, this is Brother David from Milwaukee. Yeah. Good. I've got the only thing I'm waiting on. We're cutting uh, uh, DVDs for you, and someone's oh. bringing them over to me tomorrow. But I put the fasting booklet and the pigs in the parlor booklet. It's already in the mailing folder from the uh, post office. Thank you, Pastor Charlie. Yeah, that'll that'll go out uh, on Monday. And, okay. Uh, uh, one of the brothers. It's coming for fellowship tomorrow. He's bringing over because I had some copies I thought I had done right. Someone copied on CDs instead of DVDs. Uh-huh, and I uh-huh. wanted to share this DVD with you that we're going to send you because it's got five hours of really good teaching. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad yeah. that. 
I'm glad that God met you through the prayers the other night. Yes. Um, I I fasted for three days, and I believe today they had pizza at work, and I couldn't resist. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that, you know. <laughs> it's good. Ask God, man. Fasting is a good thing. When you learn that, you know, one of the things that as I grew in the Lord, you know, and we got disrupted here a little while ago on, on, on the radio with somebody uh-huh. calling yeah, and trying to, you know, and, and what, what you've got to understand about Jesus is he forgives us when we confess our sins. Yeah. When 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 I backslid years ago, I was in the workplace. It was all about work, 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 and God was not first in my life. Uh huh. Uh huh. Little by little, God changed me, and I didn't become yes. a pastor till six years ago. Wow. And 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 you know, even though I've been saved a long time, and God was using me, God would use a donkey. And uh-huh. it's it's using the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But when you get that intimate relationship going that I've had now for six solid years, and I have been really, really right now on fire for the Lord. When someone yes. disrupts us in ministry, you're going to get that. When you're on a radio or you're on a front line somewhere, anyone that knows you in your past yes. is going to come on and attack you any way they can. And yes. that's why we said to the brother, are you a believer? And he said mm-hmm. no, basically. Yeah. So if if a guy is not a believer and he's attacking you, you know automatically where the attack is coming from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's different because, see, believers have something else in common, the Word of God, and we reason together in the Word. Yes. And and, and if a person's denying Christ, then they got a big problem and we need to pray for them. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. know who that was, but, you know, Brother Shannon, if, if he called in and you got a phone number... Believe me, I'm going to pray for him, and I will call him back. Yeah. And maybe God will bless him, and I he'll come back to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Because deliverance is real. Evil spirits are real. You know, I have a, a tape, um, I would send this brother, of a Catholic school teacher who had homosexual spirits, and we casted him out of them, and there was two other ministers there with me in the film. So it's not something I'm making up that was real. And many times at HBC, we've kicked out homosexual spirits, lesbian spirits. We just had a pastor get some lesbian spirits casted out of him last mm-hmm. month right here in the living room. Wow. So, you know, nobody's going to tell me what God does and can't do unless they believe in him and walk with him. And that's why tonight when we preached, the Lord put on my heart to say, if you believe in him, you will see his glory. But you got to yeah. really believe in God. Otherwise, he don't show you his glory. You know, yeah. and, and and you have to have faith like a child to understand that the Bible is the Word of God. You know, if mm-hmm. I didn't believe the Bible, I would have never been able to go to that demon-possessed little boy 25 years ago, 26 years ago, in Jersey City, and film something that at that time to me was the most supernatural thing I ever saw in my life. But it's because I read the Bible, simply read the Bible, and it said, in my name, you will drive out demons. Mm-hmm. Didn't say I had to be a Catholic priest. Just said, in my name. And, you know, I put that into practice, and it was real, and I've been doing it ever since. Now, God will use an imperfect vessel if they're willing to serve him, and then he cleans you up little by little. You know, mm-hmm. when people tell me masturbation, masturbation's a demon. I had to get it kicked out of me 
And I'm not afraid to tell people the truth. You know, I'm not afraid to say it on the airway. It's an evil spirit. We have women that come here, and they get delivered from masturbation, too. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Everybody has at one point in time. I, I don't know anybody who hasn't. But, you know, Charlie, the, the word says, uh, First Corinthians, for the preaching of the cross to them perish foolishness, mm-hmm. but on us which saves the power of God. So, uh, yeah, man, I could hear him flip and the, the demon uh, come to the surface, and I I guess I have been patient. Shannon, I got to say I love you as a brother because tonight was good because you recognized the enemy before I did because I'm a little tired, <laughs> and, and you just started commanding him to come off and, you know, and then I guess, I don't know, maybe you clicked him off. You got tired of dealing with it. But you're you're absolutely right. I mean, you've been a brother a long time in the Lord, and you can see when the enemy's coming. You've been dealing with this for quite a while on the radio. And uh, it is what it is, you know. And God, what does God tell us to do? Pray for them. Yes. That's all we can do because we know what it is. It's the enemy. It's the enemy deceiving them that the Word of God is not true. He was saying it's just a book, you know, and to to it's foolishness to the world the preaching of the cross. Yes, and you know, uh, guys like many programs, uh, they'll have a screener. We don't do that. We just take the calls live. So, you know, hey. You want to get on the air? You can dial our number and get on the air, intern, and we'll take you on the air and say anything you want to say. And that's the <laughs> way it is. We still love you guys out there. Even the the brother that called in, and I Amen. worked for him at some time. You know, maybe I failed you at work. I'm sorry. Forgive me. That's the way it is. Yeah. You know, I. But I you're give, give about your content information. Tell people about your website. The website's www.theministryofsalvation.org, and uh, it's got all the contact information. It's got HBC, Agape, and everybody else. Everybody's on there. You can download free material from uh, Gene Moody's website as well. It's all there. There's some good testimonies there, people getting set free, and we just, and we pray for people. And that's all we can do is serve God because he first loved us. And I just want to tell everybody, I thank God that I'm a sinner saved by grace. That's all I could say to the audience tonight. You know, Jesus was there when I wasn't. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. David, thank you for calling in tonight, brother. Thank you. You'll see that. It'd probably take three or four days for this thing to get to you, but it's going out Monday morning. Okay, fantastic. I'm, I, I'm looking at it right now. It's on the shelf oh, here. Super. And I'm just I'm just waiting for the DVD to get burned, and that's going to get done during the fellowship tomorrow, and then it'll go out to you. Super. So praise thank the Lord. you. I, I, I'm glad you're doing better, and say hello to Pastor James for us when you go to fellowship. I'll see him tomorrow. Amen. Okay. I'm going to keep praying for us. Yes. There you go. Okay, Amen. thanks. Bye God now. bless you, David. Well, Charlie, I believe that's all the calls we have. Would you like to close the program out uh, with prayer tonight? Yeah, Father, we thank you tonight 
for this time of fellowship. We thank you for the brothers and the sister Rosalind that called in, Father. And we just ask you to bless them, to take care of them, to put your angels around them, Father. And, and make them students of your word, everybody that listened to the message tonight, Father. Let them double-check everything that was being taught out of your word, Lord Jesus. And, and Father, I ask you to bless Shannon, bless all the ministries involved here, and encamp angels around all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for coming on tonight, Charlie. We'll see you this week, brother. Yep, you too. God bless. Bye-bye. Folks, that was uh, Charlie Costello with the Ministry of Salvation. And uh, for those of you that are still on the line, I can see a few or that may be listening to this on MP3. We had some technical difficulties tonight. Uh, we're going to get Charlie back on a clearer line. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned, uh, I am seized. Uh, the only way I can call in and do the show I'm on the road is via Skype. So Saturday just to be a bad night sometimes. <laughs> You have a lot of people treat this connection where we're at. But God's face, uh, we're going to keep pushing forward. We need you to lift us up in your prayers. And uh, we're going to continue doing this program for as long as we can. Uh, tonight is Saturday. Well, next week we're going to have a full night. We're going to have John Franklin Monday night. Tuesday night will be John Gogan. Wednesday, James Mowley. Thursday, John Kyle. Friday, Saturday, Charles Costello. And that's just the real life. I'm going to be adding additional guests on, and we'll play double shows next week. To accommodate that, I've opened up a second channel. It's called Omega Man Radio Number 2. So, blogtradio.com slash Omega Man Radio 2. You already have a couple of shows that I'm putting over there in the archives. I would also encourage you that if you would like to uh, get into our prayer network and you prayer, uh, you would like someone to pray off the air. We can even do Skype, whoever um, said with you, if you've got a Skype and a computer, email me, omegamanradio at yahoo.com. Send me your uh, name, phone number, or mailing address, and we'll uh, get a packet out to you. Brother Costello's helped me to do this uh, network. We're going to send out some material to you, get some books in your hands, and uh, then we'll have something to call you and pray with you. We'll also be getting a newsletter. Uh, and I'm going to be uh, doing that a month. And uh, as we find uh, deliverance workers out there, I'm going to be putting them there so you can find someone there locally, give you an option to go firsthand and pray somebody in person. In addition to this service of uh, being able to call in on the telephone, you know, God is able to deliver you over you. It doesn't matter. He can deliver you over a telephone. But uh, to a church, that's always a good thing. Of course, there's the Jewish Baptist Church in Highland, Indiana. We highly recommend it on the West Coast. We've got Brother Monty Mulkey and uh, Cal, uh, excuse me, in Canada we've got John Franklin, uh, Pastor Joseph Jasicki, Doctor Pat Holiday is in Jacksonville, Florida, Mirror Internet Church. And I want to thank everybody that uh, has been uh, supporting this program. We need help to continue. And if you like to partner in this, you know, one person plants a seed, another waters. They both share in the harvest. So there's a harvest of souls, man. Souls, and souls. They're going to come out of this program. And if you help underwrite us, and we'll go into some territory, and you're going to reap in that harvest. God keeps good books. Uh, he, he is a master. And in the end, it's all going to be late. 
and uh, everything that you have seeded into the kingdom of God, well, it's it's recorded there. God is watching what people are doing with their talents, with their time, with the opportunity that they have to do something. We're all called this ministry, so I would encourage you to um, get involved in deliverance, start praying with your family, and then uh, God will put people in your path. Get a hold of deliverance material, www.publications.com. Uh, hbcdeliver.org, just to name a few. And, of course, my official website is omegamanradio.com. Email me if I can do anything for you. I will do my best. And uh, omegamanradio at yahoo.com is the email. Facebook, it's simply omegamanradio. That's easy, right? God bless you tonight. And uh, we may or may not have a program tomorrow. I'm going to start like line up. Sunday is kind of the wild card day. But uh, we may do a show, but... Uh, Get on my list, and you'll get announced in the email for every upcoming show we do. You can subscribe right on Blog Talk for that. God bless you, and um, we'll see you really soon. Thank you for your help.